from heaven. Oh my goodness. Yeah, very sad news. I was a big Marfan Mike fan, big advocate of him being on the show, becoming part of the Whack Pack, and we lost uh, a wonderful addition to the Whack Pack, beautiful singing voice, the voice of a mushmouth angel, but uh, Marfan Mike dead at the, well, I'll do an obituary for him, but... Uh, I see high pitch Eric is calling in because he's upset about Marfan Mike. He's got some nerve. Really? He hated him. You hated Marfan. Well, I did, but you know, we we made up inside mm. the studio. Did you? Because I remember that the, what I remember of your history with Marfan Mike, high pitch, you were very angry with him. Uh, you know, and you had your reasons. He was mean to you in high school. Marfan yes. uh, bullied you, which was an amazing story because the two of you should have, you know, Marfan claimed that he was popular in high school and you were not. I didn't believe him. I mean, I can't imagine Marfan Mike didn't get goofed on in the same way that you did. And he should have been an ally of yours. The two of you should have formed your own little whack pack in high school. But um, you saw him as a bit of a bully, I guess. And Marfan said that's ridiculous. Well, listen, his dream was to come on your show, and we inducted him into the whack pack. Well, I got to stop you there. I got to stop you there. We, didn't you vote against him? Well, it, well it, <laughs> it came down to the last wire where we all inducted him into the whack pack. Right. Well, well you, I... yeah, you lost the vote. Yes, I did. Okay. But after it came, after it came down to that, him and I made up. Okay, I'll take your word for that. I like to believe that you guys made made up. But if you want to go down the memory lane, uh, here's Marfan in high pitch fighting on the air. Let's remember this. His name's Diamond Mike. Mike. No. How was Eric an asshole in high school? Oh, you something yeah. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> What's wrong with this guy? So this guy is a potential new whack packer I want to pitch to you. Hell yeah. He's got he's got this thing called Marfan syndrome. Oh great. My kind of Yeah, you're a fucking asshole. And you smell like one too. Yeah, you smell like a fucking asshole. Yeah, fucking right. You're a fucking scumbag. Yeah. I hope you die tomorrow. Oh dear. I hope you die too. Well, you got your wish, Eric. He died. Well, I want to say, uh, rest in peace, Marfan Mike. You'll be missed by 
<laughs> not you. But well, not you, right? <laughs> by everyone else. Yes, but no, but, no by me. He, listen, he, he was in the whack pack, and he will forever be in the whack pack. In other words, what you're saying is, even though you were against him being in the whack pack, once he was sworn in, you felt, okay, I got to I gotta drop everything and make him a brother because he's in the whack pack. Yes, because whoever's in the whack pack is a brother and a sister. All right. I remember, I remember when I, uh, I swore in Marfan during the conclave. If you remember that show, there was a big conclave where we had every whack pack member vote on whether Marfan would make it in. And, uh, Do he you was know so, who the deciding vote was? I even remember that. I can, t- I can play it for you. Here you go. Okay. Here's the guy who decided. Now, I do believe that Eric... Would you fucking just tell us what's on your mind, you high motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> right, Agent Pete? I mean, this fucking guy. Go ahead. I think one my... You are more useless what than ever. What did he just say? I don't, I don't even know what he's saying. He runs should, out of gas at um, the end of his sentence. I think he should have a chance to prove me. And I know that you want him in, and therefore the combination puts him into the white. Whoa! Well, it was a really intense thing whether Marfan Mike would get into the whack pack or not. People such as Eric, who says, uh, you know, he was not a fan of Marfan coming into the whack pack. He fought it tooth and nail, but once Marfan made it in, he embraced him. According to Eric, let's just let's go with that story because okay, yeah, you know, Eric. Here's the question: How do you? Excuse me. How do you keep outliving the other whack packers? You're 400 pounds. No, I'm not 400 pounds. 350 pounds. No, I I weighed myself yesterday. How much? 302. Mm. All right, we'll go with that, too. All right, you weigh 302 pounds. How do you outlive these guys? Just pure luck. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. And, you know, Eric's out there well, with the COVID, and uh, he, he's, he's he running still around. playing around with it? Yeah. I mean, Eric I weighs seven Marfan mics would be Eric's weight, <laughs> and yet Marfan is now gone. Yeah. Eric, can I say a few, can I say a few, can I say a few words about uh, Marfan Mike? First of all, Shuli was the guy who discovered Marfan Mike. He, um, he kept pushing for him to be in the whack pack. Right. Uh, you know, then the, you and then it was interesting ne- to me, the irony of all this. We were expanding the whack pack because we're losing whack packers. And yeah. we invited Marfan Mike to be a part of the whack pack and he dies. He died. He died. It was terrible. When he called in, he was Diamond Mike. That was his name. That was his nickname yeah, for I some reason. Yeah, that in that yeah. call. That's, we, need, we knew we needed a better name. And, uh, well, here. How about Chernobyl Mike? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Zika Mike. Zika Mike. It should be Marfon. Marfon Mike. Oh. Nice, Fred. Marfon Mike. Yeah. Fred's good at torturing and people. Abraham Lincoln was allegedly <laughs> a sufferer of this same yeah. thing. Ah. He sounded like this. 
I love that we named him Marfan Mike, and then we found out from him he doesn't have Marfan disease. <laughs> what what is have? your physical affliction? Your head is like smashed in, right? No, my head not smashed in. Um, I'm very skinny. Uh, I have a speech impediment. Yeah. Surely, does he look funny, or is he just a funny voice? He's got that Marfan syndrome. Yeah, where, what is that? Well, it's, it's it has something to do with your co- connective tissue, right, Mike? Yes. Yes. But I just found out that's not what I have. Oh, really? <laughs> what the fuck yeah. is wrong with you? Then? What do you have? <laughs> they don't know. They what? don't? No, they have no idea yet. You're saying you don't have Marfan's disease? No, I do not have one. Yet. But we love the name Marfan Mike. I know, but I don't have it anymore. Yeah, then I tried to change his name to Marfan Less Mike. Marfan Less Mike. And it didn't catch. It's too hard to say. Uh, there are a couple interesting things. Uh, incredibly, this I found most unusual. I, I mean, I found most unusual that high pitch Eric and Marfa Mike were enemies in high school. Talk about the, the, the disenfranchised fighting with one another. Well, and but, also a uh, one source giving us two whack packers. And yeah, what's the odds of two whack packers <laughs> coming from the same school? But, um, uh, the, the other strange thing was that Marfan Mike had a job, which most whack packers don't, right, Eric? Right. Marfan Mike had a job in customer service, which to me was mind blowing because, Amazing. you know, yes. I couldn't believe it. And I, I, I once role played with him as an angry customer to see what, how he handled his job. And it, again, it, it's remarkable that he had this job. <laughs> Yes, is this customer service? Yes, it is. I ordered a set of pots and pans, and on one of them, the handle, it just fell off. Uh, well, I apologize about that. Thank I you. I can help you with that. Okay, how? Uh, if you send me your information, I can send you out a new piece. Sir, would you mind taking the phone out of your fucking mouth? <laughs> It's not, it's actually, it wasn't the worst customer service I've ever heard, honestly, but. But isn't wild. there supposed to be a certain amount of efficiency in the job when the, when a simple conversation <laughs> takes a half hour? Don't well, you sort of lose? <laughs> wouldn't you think, first of all, what a business that, I mean, imagine how desperate they were. Like the, they, they hired him. I mean, who else came in for the job? Did no and one then, else show up for that job? <laughs> and it's just funny to me because. You know, customer service, you would have to speak somewhat clearly. And, you know, yeah. wouldn't you think if, let's say, you were the person in charge of hiring for this company and you put out an ad and then you got a call and the guy goes, <laughs> and then you go, who's goofing on me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sir, are you kidding me? No, I want to work the phones. Mm. <laughs> the worst possible place for me to be. Um, well, I had the honor of swearing um, Marfan Mike into the whack pack. And I remember it like it was yesterday. And for those of you who want to remember that great moment, Marfan was so happy. He just, oh, even he his was dad, excited. Yes, he loved mm, the idea. Marfan brought his dad down 
to get sworn in. He was just so excited. This was the highlight of his life. And let's go back and remember. I, Mufan Mike. I, Mufan Mike. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully execute my duties as a member of the WAC Pack. That I will... (laughs) Faithfully? Faithfully execute my... Um, What's in Wendy's diaper? And will to the best of my disabilities. And will preserve, protect, and mooch off the Howard Stern. And So help me, Baba Buhai. Help me, Baba Buhai. Baba Fufai. And Fla And With that, you are now a made member of the WAC Pack. <laughs> His dad came in and hugged him. It was beautiful. Uh, and if you remember, for the visual, we had a big bust of Beetlejuice, and he had to put his hand over the bust of Beetlejuice when he was sworn yeah. in. Yeah. As a tribute to Marfan Mike, we will play the entire Whack Pack Conclave today on Sternthology as a moving monument to Are you the- going to tell us how we lost him? Well, we put him on a train and we never saw him again. <laughs> <laughs> How did we lose Marfa Mike? I know he was uh, in the hospital. He, 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 he had been struggling with his health since he caught pneumonia in 2019. Oh. And if you remember, he was on a ventilator and even flatlined two times. And then he called into the show. And we yeah. thought Marfa was getting better. And he was excited to be part of the show again. But he went back to the hospital with pneumonia a few weeks ago, and he didn't recover this time. Uh, so pneumonia did him in. And um, he was great. Uh, I hope you feel sad, Eric. I do. Yes, I do. You do. Good. I think right. another uh, uh, exceptional thing about Marfan was he wasn't, he never mooched off the show. Never. Even though he took the oath to mooch, mooch off the show. Yeah. Unlike Eric did. or... Unlike Eric or uh, Wendy. what's his name, we have, or or, or uh, the, the what's the guy in the cowboy hat, drunken Jeff the drunk, uh, Jeff, the drunk. <laughs> Jeff the drunken drunk. Mooching is always the main requirement of the whack pack, and yet uh, Marfan never did it. He always was up for a good bit. He loved to sing. He sang all the parts of Bohemian Rhapsody. If I recall. And he was a great guy. He would make um, phony phone calls for us. Remember when Marfan Mike was stuck in a vending machine? Everyone loved that. He was terrific at it. And then the vending machine. You're inside the vending machine? That's why I sound like this. My face is pressed against the glass. Your face is pressed against the glass? I need to hang on this goddamn thing. Hold on just one moment. No. Sir? Yes? Can you tell me where the vending machine is? Alabama. It is very hard to understand. Yes. Okay, and I'm trying to help you, sir. Um, is the first letter A? No. B? No. C? No. D? No. E? No. F? Yes. Okay, you're F, okay? Q? No. R? No. F? No. T? No. U? 
Yes. Okay, let's go with the third letter. A. No. B. No. C. Yes. Okay, let's go with the fourth letter. H. No. I. No. J. No. K. Yes. Okay, F. Yes. U. Yes. C. Yes. K. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know what? We're going to get this call traced. I need to know how to get on this goddamn thing. My face is flipping in the way. I'm trapped in the machine, wasting my time. We, uh, if you remember, we loved having Marfan stuck in things. We have about 100 phony phone calls uh, where Marfan is stuck in various, you know, he's in various stuck scenarios, let's say. How could he never have won yeah. the uh, best phony phone call? <laughs> I don't know. The audience doesn't know how to vote. Oh, my goodness. Well, Eric, I hope you feel sad. I do. You were his arch enemy. No, I, no, it's very sad. No. How yeah. will you remember Marfan Mike? That he was inducted into the WAC pack, and uh, it's another member that we lost from the show. Right. Do you remember, Eric, when Marfan called into an anti-vax internet show as a kid who had been messed, by, uh, messed up by the polio vaccine? No, I I haven't heard that. Can you play that? You know why I haven't heard it? I've never aired it before. This is exclusive Marfan Mike material. Really? This is a new what? release. It's a new release. Here is Marfan calling an anti-vax show. Do you have a vaccine injured child? Yeah, well, my son Michael uh, got the polio vaccine at two years old, and I'll tell you, it completely messed up his voice. Oh, my God. Um, I welcome what you said, but I can't honestly tell you that I understood it. I think the polio vaccine can help my kids. Okay. Do you have any idea what that polio vaccine did to my penis? Uh... My penis looks like a dog hit out a lost tail. Well, I think you just said the word penis many times. It's, that's what it sounded like. Is that correct? I haven't had pussy in years. That's remarkable. Well, thank you very much, and that's the end of the night. <laughs> you want to hear a joke about my cock? Obviously not. <laughs> ah. <laughs> there he is, doing some of his best work. Marfan Mike, rest in peace. What a performer. I will remember him as never being a problem as a whack packer. Never was. Never was. And Eric, I hope... What is that bell in the background there, Eric? Do you have no, wind chimes? people are sending me text messages. I see. Yeah. And you have a wind chime type sound that uh, goes off? Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I don't like that sound of wind chimes. I mean, I find it annoying. I would like you to yeah, change I know, it. I know Robin, I know Robin right. had wind chimes, too. Remember you hated that? I hated it so much, I went over in the middle of the night and cut them down off a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't take yeah, it. No, but and I don't even I live there. Say, <laughs> I, I well, say, may he rest in peace, and he will be missed. 
Wow. Well, I'll tell you, Eric, you sound as sincere as OJ when his wife died. But um, I don't know. I hope you are sincere. <laughs> yes, he I was am. the first one to call in, right? He was. I think it was out of guilt. Eric did vote against Marfan. Marfan's Mike's dream was to be in the whack pack, and Eric tried to block it. But with reason. I mean, Marfan was supposedly mean to Eric in high school, according to uh, Eric. Chad, you're on with high pitch in the gang as we remember Marfan Mike. Well, I just wanted to say that, uh, hey now, good morning. Um, I just wanted to say that I usually find Eric to be kind of an annoying ass, but I did think it was quite magnanimous for him to accept that he lost the election and Marfan Mike made it in. So I don't know if he's doing that for self-serving reasons to kind of hitch his wagon to the whole thing or if he's really being nice. No, I'm not. But as a, as a Trump supporter, I find it very uh, surprising that he would accept the results of the election, even though he lost. But uh, props <laughs> to Eric for yeah. trying to, you know, uh, smooth it over. By the way, Chad, how silly does Trump look as he goes he continues to go around the country screaming that he won the election? I mean, it's just so silly. It's so childlike. It's like it's like I mean, I, he can't be winning people Howard, over with this Howard, ridiculous I have, I have agenda. Very bad news for you. I have very bad news for you. The midterms are going to be a bloodbath for the Democrats. Wow. And if Trump doesn't stroke out on the toilet between now and 2024, the yahoos that pushed him into office last time are going to reelect him. It's going to be very I don't sad believe for the country. Uh, first of all, I, I, I keep hearing on the news, they keep saying, well, the, the Democrats are going to lose. I mean, how do they know that? I mean, how do they know they're going to they lose? They know because Biden's a and I, Listen, I'm, I'm not a Democrat. I'm a Democratic socialist. I'm a Bernie guy. But from my observation outside looking in, you see where Biden's approval rating is right now. You see the problems with uh, supply chain and inflation, which are not Biden's fault. You see the fact that COVID is continuing to rage and more and more people are dying. I mean, three, four, five times as many people have died under the Biden administration. And you, th- and you think now, and you think uh, people think Trump's got the answer? No, I don't oh. think people think Trump has. The I don't answer, think people, people. I think you know, there are people who think that, but I don't think there's a, as many of them. I mean, I can't imagine they think that Trump's their way out of this thing. I know, but people, people, people are more eager to vote against something than they are to vote for right. something. All right, so you're right. All right, Chad. At least let's know, talk about my, uh, Marfan Mike while Rome burns. Okay, yes, thank you. I Chad. had actually a TV question for you. <laughs> Go ahead quickly, uh, Chad. You're always you. We all know you. You watch the worst possible television. Your 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 choices in television are horrible. Well, I'm um, watching the Ray. Do- I'm always... watching the Ray Donovan movie right now. I'm enjoying that. How That's long does it take you to watch That's a movie? So you're watching the Ray Donovan. I started movie. it last night. I said I got to work tomorrow morning. I turned it off. I'll finish it tonight. <laughs> I mean, what am I going to do, do with yourself- myself? Do yourself a favor, Howard. Go back on Hulu or something and watch uh, when Leah Schreiber hosted Saturday Night Live. It was like one of the greatest episodes of all time. I am a Leah Schreiber fan. I love Ray Donovan, and the man seems to have a macho charisma, a musk, if you will, about him that is very (laughs) masculine. And uh, 
very. I like him very much, and I love. Uh, I, I don't like John Voight um, w- when I see him on TV as a as John Voight, but he's a fabulous actor. Um, yeah, and he Liam Schreiber has uh, lines in real life. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say, I mean, Rob? You want to talk about big dick energy? I, I said, if if only someone would write lines for John Voight in real life, right. because he's so great at carrying off other people's <laughs> thoughts. His thoughts are heinous, but right. other people's love, thoughts work well with him. I would love if you would become a full-time writer for John Voight. I mean, he appears as John Voight. <laughs> the Leah anyway, Driver Saturday Night Live is what, what inspired me right. for this question for you about television. All right, quickly. One of the greatest, one of the greatest sketches is about HGTV. It's a sketch with him and Leslie Jones, and I was curious if you and Beth, you watch all this, you know, lady TV. I was right. wondering if you guys ever watch the HGTV with people rehabbing their homes or no. uh, do these like normal houses? They don't appeal to you because you guys, you guys got a pretty sweet spread out there. No, I like, I like. Uh, I like watching Beverly Hills Housewives because I like to see how these rich people are living and the and yeah. the way they show off their wealth. I find it obnoxious, and it's uh, fascinating to me that they're so damaged that this is what they do in life. And, uh, but you don't you get know, into the renovations and the, no, and the I'm not. A, I'm not a renovating kind of guy. I'm not. I'm not one of these guys who builds houses. I mean, I'm busy on the radio. All right, Chad, I got to go. Thank you. Thank you for your comments, Chad. Bright guy. Um. Anyway. Uh, getting back to Marfan Mike, uh, I I enjoyed knowing him. I thought he was a lovely, lovely guy. Every time I talked to him off the air, which wasn't often, but uh, occasionally, I found him to be just a sweetheart of a guy. And I, for one, will miss him. And I'm sorry he's gone. And I know he struggled with his health in the last couple of years. And um, and uh, my my love and, and respect to his family were always so nice. They'd always call in and let us know how Marfan was doing. And I'm sure this is very painful for Marfan's family. So there you go. And, and Eric, I'm going to accept that you are now telling the truth. That uh, you are yeah, sad yes. about... I'm going to accept it. I'm going to accept your truth. I'm going to believe that you had, uh, <clears throat> you know, stop the feud. Bury the hatchet, if you will. Yeah. And the whole yeah. staff, the whole staff, they could tell you they love Marfan Mike. He was like the Bob Saget of the Whack Pack. He really was. And and I'll tell you another thing about Marfan. Um, unlike most of the members of the Whack Pack, he didn't smell. He didn't. No. No. A lot of very clean. smell issues with the Whack Pack. Some that's one of the criteria. Marfan Mike made it into the Whack Pack without being a mooch. <laughs> without being disagreeable and begging for stuff, without asking for money, with having a job. Yeah, yeah and he made it in. Always liking and being very pleasant to deal with. That's unusual for a whack packer. Yeah, I mean, Marfan's last message to us was on December 2nd. We heard from him. And you know what he wanted to know? Very simple. What? He wanted to know if Adele was coming on the show. He had a dream that Adele would come on the show. Oh. He was like, I remember what he said because I listened to the message. He said, Mom, and I said, yes, that was it. Yes. Yes or what? <laughs> I don't know. I just said yes. I figure I got a 50-50 shot. 
He was a bright guy, too. He, he was not mentally challenged, unlike most of the people uh, in the WAC pack. Eric, as you know, is mentally challenged. Right, Eric? Yes, I am. Yeah, he is. He's low IQ. But, Eric, uh, he's doing just fine. He's getting through life. And I believe you are sincere. Marianne, I'm sure you want to say a few words about Marfan Mike. Go ahead. Yeah, Eric is very sincere. Howard, anytime there's a new kid on the block, it isn't always accepted. Even I was, like, not a fan. I go, look, he's cramping our style. But over the last couple of years, we, we became friends, and I knew he was sick. And I reached out to all the WAC pack quite a few times who gave me quotes to send him about getting better. So once he was inducted, united we stood, and I feel terrible. He had a hard life, and his family took very good care of him. He had a lot of great friends who kept in touch, you know, with me, giving me updates about him. But I never knew he took this turn for the worse. That I didn't know. And, I always um, wanted to uh, ask you, uh, I remember when you said Marfan was cramping your style. How did Marfan cramp your style? Well, you know, you know what I'm always I always got like Eric back and you know how it is tough competition getting a line and speaking to you. And I know right. it may sound trivial to you, but it's very important to us. And like, you know, I knew Eric was bent out of shape and you know, Fred the elephant boy and some of the other guys, so it was like a new kid on the block. You know how it That's is. Okay. When a new kid All right, comes. I get it. In other words, when you call in in the morning, only so many whack packers make it on and he was cramping your style. He might even uh, get the phone call and uh, ace you out. Understood. All right, Marianne. Thank you for those wise words. Okay, Eric, thank you. Thank you, uh, Eric. What a beautiful... Uh, well, wait, 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 what a beautiful... Yeah, you know, it's so true. I know you and Elephant Boy were not, uh, you know, you were vicious, vicious fighting. But uh, I'm glad to hear you patch things up, because as we can see, life is too short. And uh, although in your case, too long. But uh, <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, Eric, I got to tell you something. The day if I ever get the new if I if you go before me, I got to tell you, I'll be very sad. I do enjoy you. I like you very much. And I'm glad you now have a clean conscience. You've made up with Marfan and you made up with Elephant Boy. So there you go. That's good. Oh, Howard, i got to tell you who I spoke to yesterday. Go ahead. Debbie the Comrade. Go ahead. She called That's me. That's it? Well, she's flying me out to Florida April 16th for my birthday. Oh. And she she's will blow getting, you. She's getting a hotel. She's getting a hotel for me and her. And she, and she she told she told me what she she told me what she wants to do with me. What does she want to do? You don't and, mind sharing that? And I and I said, "Holy fuck!" And my my head, my eyes behind my fucking head. Like she wants to finger my asshole. And I said, "What the fuck does that do for you?" Like. And she said, that makes you come faster. And I said, how does it make you come faster? Like, like how, how does it make you come faster if she fingers your asshole? It makes you come faster because, for two reasons. And sometimes I have to explain yeah. this shit. To I was going to say, I'm glad you're here for these questions yeah. that Eric like has. Like my son. The man. It's like the son <laughs> I never had. 
in other words, Eric, first of all, the idea that some woman on this planet would be willing to put her finger up your asshole in particular. It's like it's hot because like like you can't believe she's into your asshole. God knows what's doing in that asshole. It's huge. It's it's who knows if it's clean. I doubt it. It's hard for you to clean back there. So oh, like it is. No, oh, dude, I have a bidet and it's clean as hell back there. Well, I can guarantee you when she puts her finger in there, th- the things are gonna weird things oh, are gonna happen. Oh, it's gonna smell. It I might don't even picture it. Stop it. Right. She's probably <laughs> gonna pull out some feces. Who knows what's gonna happen? But so it's it's hot that she's so into you that she's gonna put her finger up your dangerous asshole. Wait a I minute! Mean, you're, you're, she's gonna fly him down. She's gonna get him in a hotel room, and then yeah. she's gonna finger his ass. That's I mean, crazy. If that doesn't say a, a woman who really wants you, I don't know. No woman ever flew me anywhere. And the fact that she's willing to put her finger, you know, she might lose a finger. We don't even know what's doing in that asshole. There might have to be teeth in there, but she wants to do that. That's how. And secondly, from a biological standpoint, they say that's where there are things in there like the prostate that get stimulated. Do you want her to a put full release? That's what yeah. she wants. Do you? Do you? Um, do you would do you like the idea of her putting her finger up your asshole? I mean, I mean, is that a good feeling if a woman puts her finger in your asshole? I've never had it, honestly. We would have to I, ask Ronnie. When I was nineteen or eighteen years old, I was with a woman in bed. Uh, she, I was on her on top of her missionary style, and she began to put her finger in my ass, and I was a young man. And I, uh, I clenched, my cheeks clenched up. I was not into it. Like, I was, like, freaked out by it. You know, at the time, I had never seen a porno or anything like that. So I was naive, you know. But I, I wasn't really that into it. But, uh, you know, so you'll have to tell me how it is. Now, if she does that, if she flies you down to Florida and puts her finger up your asshole, I say she deserves a purple heart. Yes, an honor from the military, the highest honor you can get. She should get a Kennedy Center honor. <laughs> Yeah, with that with that horrible medallion. He should put yes. that thing around her neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joe Biden, and I present you with the Kennedy Center honor. <laughs> so you're gonna have to keep me. Are, are, are you gonna let her do it? Are you gonna let her try? I'm gonna let her try. Do you want video of this? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Would you be able to have someone from the show come with me and video this? Sure, if Debbie's up for it. Yeah, she said she's up for it. Like, maybe have Chris come with me to Florida, or maybe... Oh, here we go. up to you. Yeah, that's how he's going to get it up. He's going to be looking at Chris while she's down on her knees. you got to be honest with me. Do you want Chris to go and maybe be naked in the room so you can look at him while Debbie puts her finger up your ass? No! I mean, it might help. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think it might. You know what I mean? I'll talk to Chris. I mean, if he's if he's willing to do that, absolutely. Well, you know, Chris broke up with his boyfriend. It's time for you to move in. But if Sadly. Chris is willing to do that, like if he stood there, even if he wouldn't be naked, you could fantasize about him while Debbie blows you. 
All right, hold on real quick. Chris, I don't mean to put you on the spot. Are you interested? I mean, Eric obviously yeah. loves you, and I don't know. Yeah. You know, but the idea that a woman's willing to blow him is kind of exciting for him. Would you be willing to stand there in the room and uh, at least he could look at you and come? Um, I'm very afraid of COVID still. I, I'm still right. taking it quite seriously. So it would really depend on the, the COVID numbers. You're going to Florida, right, Eric? Yes. Yes. And he Florida said in April. Maybe well, in April. Right number. It's yeah. in April. I don't blame you about the COVID. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about COVID. I can't believe Eric hasn't gotten COVID yet. You haven't gotten it at all, right? Right, Eric? No, no, not at all. Right. I got to tell you. It makes me think less of COVID. <laughs> I know. I like, what? Well, like, how has Eric not gotten it? But, um, oh. you know, with this COVID. You know, there may be something else that makes you immune to COVID. He got something worse, probably, at some point, and... I think COVID looks at him and goes, I don't even want to be in Eric. <laughs> COVID's you know. I, I, take, I, take, I take something every morning to try to prevent it. What do you take? <laughs> I, take a, I take a vitamin C and I take Good. zinc every morning. And right. what? Zinc. Zinc. I do. Every morning. <laughs> take more. I feel like Eric is going to start a new strain of COVID, like a completely unique strain. You know, <laughs> totally. like, totally. something so strong, it'll knock you over if you get it. Let me say a few things about COVID. Everyone I know has COVID, not everyone, but a lot of people I know have COVID. And Jesus Christ, if you think it, they are, some people have no symptoms. And and it's weird. People who you would think would have symptoms, like out of shape people and older. Um, and then there are other people I know who are struggling, especially losing their sense of taste. I know one person lost their sense of taste for two years now. They, they, well, that they was no, the old COVID. Omicron, they're hearing less about losing sense of taste or smell. Well, I got to tell you, Robin, you don't know exactly which one you have, but someone I know who who's had it now for a couple of days, and I'm assuming it could be Omicron, but maybe not. No sense of taste, and it's driving her crazy, and she's been mm. sick, and it's a it's a fierce kind of illness. I mean, it's you know, even if you survive it. It's just a very fucking weird thing. It's, it's, it's. Well, it's, the thing that bothers me most about COVID, see, nobody, everybody's worried about the upper respiratory stuff and the lung stuff, but it can actually attack every organ in the body. What about the penis, Robin? Just say the penis. Yes. The penis and oh everything God. else. The balls. Balls. <laughs> Not my balls. Wow. We know it's a guy terrible. behind the scenes, he had to ice down his balls when he got COVID. They they blew up. They yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Eric, it's something you must take seriously. But, uh, I mean, wow. it could attack your kidneys. It could attack, you know, this is, and it's still in there. You know, like when you oh, think you're over it, it's still in there affecting those other organs. You know, I'm, I'm watching TV with this uh, Glenn Beck. 
You know, I've had Glenn Beck on the show years ago. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I used to see him on Fox News. I didn't know he was that wacky. But he's got the COVID, and uh, he's on there bragging how he's not vaccinated. He's talking to Mark Levine, the talk, the conservative talk show host. And, uh, you know, I guess Mark Levine is uh, vaccinated. He's not that wacky. But a lot, you know, but a lot of these guys who are vaccinated t- say it's good not to be vaccinated. It's it's the whole world is wacky. Yeah, out they'll there. That's say why I, I'm vaccinated, but I don't believe that anybody should be forced to do anything. Right. You make up your own mind. I was trying. I'm so sick of having to make the decisions. I was telling Robin over the weekend that, uh, you know, I, I, I want to go to the dentist. I, I got to, you know, I want to upkeep my mouth. So uh, Beth's going to go and, and I'm going to go. But we're afraid. But, you know, my dentist is super safe and everything. But, you know, what do you do and what don't you do? I'm so sick of, like, what you can do and what you can't do. But I I am going to go to the dentist. And I'm going to, you know, hope that things are safe. What do you wear when you go? Like, what kind of gear? Well, I I, listen, I go early uh, because uh, I'm able to. He he, he arranges for me to come in before uh, a lot of people are there. The only person who looks at me is him and the hygienist. I'm trying to remember, did she wear, I think the hygienist they wears wear a plastic shield. shield. Yeah. They wear shields. You know. Uh, you, but you, you have assume. to have your mouth and nose exposed. Yes. Okay. Yes, When of you're course. being treated. What do you do? Have you been to the dentist? No, I had that one episode where I had uh, the, the cap that fell off. Yeah. And I did go get that replaced. Right. And I think I, I mean, I really need to go. Yeah. Yeah. But this Glenn Beck, uh, he, he insisted, uh, uh, he's taken hydroxychloroquine. I mean, hydroxychloroquine, however you say it. I, I mean, it's uh, nuts. Listen to this guy. Now, do you have COVID right now? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I've been off for about a week. I mean, I've been doing my show. It's a, uh, a lighter case, but it's now starting to go into my lungs uh, today and uh, a little disturbing. But I'm on, you know, I'm on all the medication and treatment and ivermectin, uh, hydroxychloroquine, uh, what is it, fluvoxin. My doctors are hitting it really hard. You know, Mark, I am not concerned about it. I'm really not. Uh, I just, I am so done with this whole covid thing i mean i'm a fatty fat fat though so you know that's that's probably not the best thing um uh, you know and i've got some other you know some other issues but uh you know that's just the way it is and we we have we have got to move on with our lives (laughs) unless you die oh you Uh, move on all right (laughs) and no and no vaccine no vaccine according to him he says he has no vaccine which is playing with fire. Just crazy. But anyway, back to Marfan Mike. High pitch. Um, Chris uh, is worried about yeah. COVID. I don't know that he can go down to Florida with you, but uh, maybe we can get it. I ever going to happen, by the way. I don't, I don't believe they're that. Oh, really? She, they, this has been going on, if you remember, since we were literally back in studio. So pre-COVID. She's, she, she's a cum lady. I mean, why, right. why hasn't she Mom. blown you yet? Because Her it whole hasn't, trade it has hasn't happened. And, well, well, with her schedule, you know, it's hard sometimes with her schedule. So we made a date for April. 
She has she no can't schedule. Fit you in. She blows Were you guys. in Florida? <laughs> exactly. No. 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 You haven't been to Florida? I mean, why haven't you driven down to Florida and get your blowjob? I mean, I don't even understand what you're waiting for. But I haven't gone yet. What's my busy What's my busy schedule? Uh, <laughs> I think you're funny. afraid, Eric. Well, how would you well, I could send uh, I could send Dan Rather down there to cover it if you want. Here he is. Hold on. Dan Rather, uh, famous correspondent. Do you want to f- Do you want to cover this event when um, Eric gets a finger up his asshole and gets blown? Well, Howard, I will take this assignment on. I've seen charred bodies in Nam. Not sure I could stomach this, but I will definitely try. I'm thinking of bringing my special vomit bucket. I used to use it when I flew over the Pyongsam River because I know I will need it. Right. Once you've covered... schoolyard of dead children, it hardens you on the inside, but Eric is just disgusting. You know, in Nam, I once watched Agent Orn burn the skin off a six-year-old girl, so I think I'm prepared for this to be much worse. Can Let's, you uh, find out the smells? My God, I, you know, courage is being afraid, but going on anyhow. I am, I am prepared. I will report the disgusting facts without bias. To see I am met- inside of that asshole, that vile asshole, probed in front of me. Can you imagine the whore, Howard? The whore. I keep imagining accidentally making eye contact with Eric as he ejaculates. And it killed me to the bone. <laughs> you know, Mr. Rather, you've covered so many terrible situations. You've been to Afghanistan and seen the, the ravages of war in Vietnam. And uh, you, you've been to uh, Iraq and the horrors there that people, the suffering. You've been, you've been into uh, terrible, terrible areas. But I imagine when the finger goes in Eric's asshole, and then it will unleash an odor of some kind or open up some sort of portal to hell. Imagine the smells, Howard, worse than the killing fields of Cambodia. That asshole, wide open, sweet Jesus. Part of my investigation will include finding out why Eric hasn't gone yet to Florida. My hunch is he's homosexual. Now, these assignments all... Mine too. These assignments are, are prepared me, have all prepared me for this, you know, all my experiences in Vietnam, but this will be my most harrowing one yet. And I remember when God you got famous, me, I, I, I yeah. remember, Mr. Rather, you were covering the Kennedy assassination for a small station and it put you on the, on the national scene. And one thing I know about you, you never run from a story, Mr. Rather, and I do respect that. You're a hardcore journalist, but this will be your greatest challenge yet, I, I assume. Yes, I will report the disgusting facts without bias. Absolutely. And God help me, I don't know if I'll be able to take it. This may very well be my last assignment. I'm kissing my family goodbye and finalizing my will. So this may be an experience to behold. Mr. Rather, remember remember that you are our eyes, our ears, and our nose. (laughs) <laughs> right god i'm already regretting this <laughs> mr rather on the phone is debbie the cum lady who could probably fill in some of the holes pardon oh. the expression of this story 
Debbie, hi. What is it you want to say to High Pitch? Hi, Howard. Hi, Pitch. I'm looking forward to it. I'm so glad we're finally making this plan. And you're going to love it. He's oh going to love me. He's going to love me shoving my finger and my tongue up his ass. That's going to give him a huge load. He's going to explode. It's going to make him feel amazing. He's going to and love it. And Debbie, you've seen Eric, right? I mean, you know, I mean, you know what you're dealing with, right? He's like, he's the size of Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> I absolutely know what I'm dealing with. Can't wait. And then after this, there's going to be no more rumors about him being homosexual. Believe me. All right. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to make everybody see the real error. This is going to be a yep. challenge. I'm looking wow. forward to it. Eric, you know you've had trouble fun. in the past wow. getting hard. You've had trouble getting hard. Do you believe you will be able to get hard with Debbie the Come Lady? Yes, I do. You know why? Because I'm in my truck right now because my health aid came, and I had to come outside because, you know, I was going to... Because, you know, because I was thinking about Debbie earlier, and I had, and I wanted to uh, play with myself and think of Debbie earlier, and I wanted to jerk off about her, think about her, and I had to practice, and I wanted to think about Debbie since 5 o'clock this morning, and I couldn't stop thinking about her. So Did you, you say understand you're, what he said? Yes. Yes, I'm no. going to explain, Robin. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, so I, it sounds like Eric's health aide came to the apartment, and since she is in there, he went down to his truck to jerk off thinking about ah, Debbie. I see. Which is okay. so polite. You know, there's no little children on the street walking by that <laughs> truck, I'm sure. <laughs> Mr. Rather, this is an amazing story unfolding. Yes. Um I actually have a question for Deborah. Deborah, may I ask you, this is Dan Rather speaking, have you ever been with a creature as heinous and as vile and absolutely disgusting as Eric? I haven't, but I'm looking forward to it. I, I Are you afraid video. of getting any particles of feces on your tongue while performing on Eric? No, I'm going to give Eric a shower. Me and Eric are going to get into a shower before we even start. I'm not worried about that at all. I'm going to get him all nice and clean before, I, before we get dirty. Debbie, Mr. Rather, I have a question. Um, how, how do you plan on tonguing his ass? Will he be on all fours or will he be on his back? Um, I'm going to lift his legs up and I'm going to work my way up under his ass, oh, lifting God. him up with one hand. And then putting my finger up in there when I feel he's nice and open, and I stick my tongue under there. It's going to be like you dig into China. Do you have any idea how far up you're going to have to go to get to his asshole? Or I might go behind on my knees. Might have him sit on my face. I'm not sure yet. I'm thinking. Oh, my God. on your face. That is crazy. (laughs) Mr. Ratter, are you prepared for the possibility that... Deborah, I must ask, are you prepared oh for the possibility of your finger being absorbed by Eric's cavernous asshole? I, I'm looking forward to that. It's a great feeling when the asshole does cling on to you and it gets Debbie, nice I, I have to say, uh, your line is a little bit rough. Sometimes you come in and out with your voice, so I'm going to repeat for the audience what I think is going to happen. Debbie's suggesting that Eric sit on her face. Uh, uh, spreading his massive asshole over her entire face like a giant jellyfish. And well, then, then we should yeah. say goodbye to Debbie right now. 
Right. <laughs> Debbie, you could suffocate under oh there. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I, had, I was thinking about Eric last night, too, and I have a video I'm going to be sending to him of me getting off thinking about Eric. I was going to send that to him this morning. You're going to send Eric a video of you masturbating thinking about Eric? Yes. Wow. Eric, what goes through through your mind that Debbie wants you to sit on her face with your asshole over her tongue and she's going to stick her tongue up your ass? Oh, my God. I'm just like, I'm at a loss for words. (laughs) So are we. He just needs to relax, and I have the emotion lotion to make his cock tingle. He's going to feel great. He's going to love yeah, it. I love that feeling. I love that motion when your cock tingles. Wow. <laughs> warm to the touch, and it'll cool off when I blow on it. It's going to be great. He's going to love it. Eric, you say, uh, yeah, Eric, you love when your cock tingles. Have you ever had tingly <laughs> cock before? <laughs> Yes, when I was at a strip club, those strippers put that, like, tingly lotion on, and your cock, like, tingles. Well, give me the name of that strip club. Where's that side. strip club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got something else. Mr. Mr. Rather, tingling. I've been told uh, you're dry heaving right now. Is that correct? <laughs> I, I have been bending over in this bucket. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to say that uh, I may witness a murder if he sits on Debbie's face. We should have a priest on standby just in case. I'm Give also last prepared rights. to read her, her last rites. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, Mr. Rather, well, I'm wait, excited. What about a medical team, Mr. Rather? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trained in CPR her. and some basic first aid, but beyond that, God help him. <laughs> but Debbie, Debbie, like what as someone, I enjoy cum. What kind of load mm-hmm. do you think you're going to get from high pitch Eric? I mean, he's very out of shape. His penis barely extends from his belly. I bet you're not going to get a, a, a nice load from him at all. See, this is the challenge that's exciting me because I I have been thinking about it. And I do. I want to use the emotion lotion. I'm going to be using my vibrator on him. I do feel I am going to get a very good load from him. I'm not going to stop until I do. I'm determined. I got an inevitable. So I do have to make him calm. Eric. Well, hold on, Debbie. I have a question. Well, Howard, let me ask Debbie a question. Debbie, usually how many loads... Do you usually take from people? Well, uh, definitely two, if I'm lucky, a third. Usually the third is a small little squirt, but definitely two. Okay. So, yes, Howard. Do you, when you are alone and you, you say you jerk off, does anything come out? Yes. A lot? Oh, absolutely. Oh. Yes. Does, does it shoot out or does it just kind of seep out like a shitty water fountain? No, it shoots out. It's like the really? Twinkie cream. <laughs> yes. If Eric needs to watch a porn or watch a TV show he likes, whatever it takes to make get him excited, I'm willing to do that. We're mm-hmm. going to experiment to see what works. What you know? Well. I'm, I, this is this is unbelievable. It um, smells like Eric sitting on her face right now. That's what it's. Yeah, I know. You can barely understand her. But, but Eric, it, it sounds to me 
like what you're asking by the question you asked Debbie, you're hoping that the experience isn't just one and done. You're hoping that she hangs out with you a while and gets you off a second time. Is that correct? Maybe four times, five times. Oh my! Oh my gosh! Wow, Eric! If you get any of your ejaculate on me, as God is my witness, I will jump out of the window. (laughs) I envision Eric will be coming like a Texas oil rig. Eric, aren't you on a ton of prescription medications? I mean, that has to have some effect on your ability to come significantly. I'm on like 20 to 25 medications. <laughs> and what what will it taste like Maybe. when it comes out? Oh, Think my God. I think it'll taste like grapes. It's, Shock. <laughs> it's it's going to taste, I can imagine tasting kind of medicine but if I can get him to come at least two times, I'll be happy. I'll, I'll Debbie, I got to get, I, Debbie, your Debbie connection is so. psychedelic experience. Okay. Yeah, Debbie, your connection is so bad. I, I gotta just say goodbye, and not that I want to, but okay. uh, we we can't understand you. It's as if you're on a uh, on a, a harmonizer, a, is what it sounds right. like. It's almost as if God Himself is interfering. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had questions for Debbie, but her connection is so bad. Yeah, where could she be calling from? I don't know. Maybe or she's somewhere. in someone else's ass right now. I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, Eric, you say she's flying you down on her dime and she's going to put you up in a hotel and she says she's going to drain you uh, possibly two, three times if you can do it. I've seen you in action there. It's debatable whether you'll get hard. It's debatable whether you'll be able to come, but uh, you say you will now with all of these medications that you're on too, it could affect you, but. And not only that, I can't imagine if uh, if uh, uh, Debbie the Come Lady won't be absorbing some of these medications right into her system through your jism. That's right. She might bottom out because she's on <laughs> Eric's medication. <laughs> and it's quite OD. a heavy load. It's a heavy load, pardon well, Rob, the expression. Well, Robin, you, well, Robin, you're a doctor, but can that happen to Debbie? Sure, if she's ingesting, uh, you know, medication she doesn't need, it could have an effect on her. Robin, uh, of course, Even lost her medical license, but uh, she was a doctor. That is correct. <laughs> You're a doctor. He just promoted me. <laughs> yeah. All right, Eric, good luck with everything. And uh, thank you, Mr. Rather. Uh, Yes, I, I look. I look forward I'm to your report. God to give me the strength to handle this assignment. I think right. I'll need more than courage. I'll need a Howard Robin or hazmat suit. Howard Robin, Gary, Fred, Sal, Richard. I love you guys. All right, we Debbie love the you, come, Eric. And Debbie, the come lady, wants to say goodbye. She is on a better phone now. Yes, Debbie. I'm sorry about that. Yes, Eric, listen, don't listen to them. I'm going to make you come like you've never never come before. Be confident about it. It's going to happen. Nothing is going to go on anybody else. It's going to go all the way down my mouth. I will milk your prostate. You're going to explode. You're going to feel amazing. We're going to make this happen. Then just do it. What's with all the talk? You're a cum lady. This well, is We're making now. I'm trying to see if he could fly down rather than drive down. Well, I do. I, I, I just want to confirm, Debbie, 
you really have bought the ticket for a high pitch? It's really happening? I mean, you're flying him down there? Yes. We were just making arrangements yesterday. So, yeah, it's going to happen. Is, uh, yes. is somebody coming to video with him or what? Is, are we going to video this? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah. Mr. Rather... Uh, you're going to go down there and really, uh, uh, with perhaps video and do a full report, well, right? Howard, I keep wanting to say no, but then I ask myself, what would Edward R. Murrow do? So right. I'm in quite the conundrum. Well, uh, Debbie, uh, yeah, we're we're working on getting a team down there to, co- to get. Uh, we might even go live, like um, like uh, all weekend coverage. What day are you flying down, Eric? Well, we're going to do it on my birthday, April 16th. What day of the week is that? Hold on. Let me check my calendar. Maybe sooner. Who knows? Maybe maybe even sooner. We're going to see something. I'm going to figure something out. So... Because, yeah. I don't want to wait until April. What I'm thinking is we can turn over the whole channel live event... Because I think it this could be a, a big full, deal, right? Yeah, I think it could be a full twenty-four hour event as she tries to fucking make him come. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. So I mean, the suspense will be killing everyone. You know what I mean? It's going to be like the Jerry wow. Lewis telethon, right? Yeah, he's coming. He's coming. Uh, failure. All right, we're going to take a ten-minute break and then come back and see if we Go can get this guy. Right. Whatever it takes. Like I said, I'm going to have the toys with me. I'll have the videos. But like I said, we're going to try and get them before April. Waiting till April is ridiculous. Yeah, let's do this. this. I mean, if this, you know, this has been two years in the making. I can't imagine. Florida is not in another country, although it, sometimes it seems like it is. I would like to uh, say, let's get this going. I'd like to hear what happens if this is what you two want. You're two adults. I can't, uh, uh, you know, I can't say there's anything wrong with it. But uh, my prediction is that, and I'll put money on this, Debbie will not be able to get anything out of that penis. Yeah, I don't even believe him when he says he has a a load that shoots out when he's masturbating. No. Absolutely not. He can't masturbate for a couple of, for at least a week. He needs to hold it in then. If it's going to be this difficult, he can't masturbate for at least a week. Um, I don't know if he could stay (laughs) off any medications, but, or not. But um, that's going to make Eric? a difference. Well, my medications are my medications are psychiatric meds. I got to take them. <laughs> oh, you'll probably be tripping, Debbie, once you uh, blow him if you get anything out of him. I mean, I know. You know. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, we're going to do this before April, definitely. And I do want to wow. videotape it. I would love to videotape it. No, I, I uh, several staffers are talking oh, with Mr. Rather. Like- yes. Eric? It'll be, it'll be like the craptacular. It'll be like the craptacular where you yes. break in to break the news. By the way, Ass Napkin Ed is on the phone, wants to know if he can get in on this. Go ahead, Ed. What, do you, what is your what? pitch? Howard, I'm working with Wolfie and going to meet uh, Debbie. So, and, really? and I want to beat him to it. I want to do it in February. February. Well, this new story just took a big turn. This is exciting. I'm going to be him to it. Eric, why is Ass Napkin always trying to get in on your yeah. action? I might, I might go there uh, tomorrow. Well, well tomorrow I'm dedicated to Eric, yeah, I, so Eric comes I first. I can get there within six hours. I'm going to leave now. 
Boys, get like up the van Matt now. Too. We've got to be ready. <laughs> I'm going to tell for All right. Like, this is getting too confusing. Uh, forget about ass napkin right now. We'll, we'll get in on his. Would Debbie eat ass napkin's ass with his worms? Um, I... Wow. You know, I'd have to see. I'm sure I would. I think, well, you know, I'd have to I would, showers before anything else. But, yeah, I would definitely do them. I, but like I said, for me to get a big load, I have to bunk the prostate. So I am going to do that. That That's a given. Yes. And uh, But yes. Eric comes Debbie first. Watch I'm dedicated to Eric. I got to say something. Thank you know, you. Debbie... <laughs> You know, every guy dreams of a woman who's so into them and so into cum and all this kind of stuff because it doesn't exist. If she's the real deal, uh, God bless her. I mean, it is an amazing thing. She wants to milk a guy. She wants so much cum out of a guy, she has to milk his prostate. I mean, this is a woman who's hungry for man. <laughs> she's like a man farmer. Juice. I'm definitely like a the farmer. real deal. And you'll You're see the in the video. Deal. All right. Well, we're going to see. Deal. We're going to send it. I, I, I need it. It's not that I just want it. I need it. All I can say is Dan Rather's going to cover it. We're going to see what happens. It might even be a live event right here on Howard 100 and Howard 101. It could be a thing people do sports betting on. Who knows what it could turn into. Yeah, it could be a Super Bowl kind of thing, right? Right. Our Super Bowl. <laughs> And Debbie, as you know, if you know anything about Debbie, she's an attractive woman. I know that's probably going through your head. If she's some, if she's very attractive, right? How big are your uh, tits, uh, Debbie? Yes, she is. Um, a thirty-two B, uh, sometimes C. Right, sometimes a C. I like to get her on a night where she's a C. Uh, C that's just me. <laughs> I would prefer that. But uh, again, uh, you know, I've been with people. I, I was once with a woman. She was a B, a C, or a D, depending on the day. And I always try to time it out for a D. But uh, as you know, if you know anything and about you, Debbie, and De she sent me her pic. Oh, Eric, I'm gonna send you a video. Send me of me getting off last night on you. So yeah, you'll you'll see a lot of me in a couple of minutes. Fuck. Fuck. Damn, everybody wants to steal my girls, but not this time. <laughs> it's been two no. years, Eric. Act on it. We're going to yeah. do this. Like I said, it's going to be before mm -hmm. April. So. Act on it. I like Eric waiting till his birthday. Dude, I, bird in the hand. She could be dead by your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. me and Debbie are going to talk, and, and maybe it will happen earlier. Right. Right, by the way, Eric, make it happen. for those of you who have never heard Debbie before, she's so hardcore, she even wants to blow family members, like, you know, <laughs> fathers and sons and things like that. And, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and Debbie cousin, does not yeah, believe cousin. in love. Debbie does not Uncle. believe in love or relationships. Strictly come. That's all. She just, like, milks you like a cow. Right. No. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I have no feelings for any of the people I do. Nothing. I, I'm not into relationships at all. Doesn't make sense to me. And you know what else? I'm a loner. I like anyone around me. I'm a I marketing the, kind if of. If you can't come, you're useless to me. <laughs> I'm a. Wow. Eric's I'm a marvel. I'm yeah. Eric just failed. I um. No. I'm a I'm a marketing kind of guy. I'm almost thinking, you know, Super Bowl halftime show. So people who watch the Super Bowl, they tune over to Howard 100, and now there's you've Eric. Got great action in the halftime. Right. right. Yeah, because you know it's going to be a lame. I don't know who's performing at the Super Bowl this year, but I'm sure with COVID. 
Yeah, exactly. If you get, if you could tune over and hear uh, Debbie trying to milk Eric's prostate and Dan Rather doing the play-by-play and uh, telling us what's happening, and as Debbie uh, has Eric squatting over her face, uh, and, and Debbie might tune into a snuff film. Yeah, That's Debbie, right. you better have it. You better have a safe word Debbie. in case you know you have to tap out. <laughs> well, look, uh, Eric, maybe, him, it's, Eric it's, actually holds himself easy. up. No, no. <laughs> then he's going to crush her. Debbie, how about okay? Debbie, he needs to lay on his stomach, Debbie. and I walk, and I it just opens up his legs, and I open up his ass cheeks. I could do it that way. Plenty of ways. You won't find anything. Debbie, how <laughs> exactly? Debbie, how about we do it for the Super Bowl? Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> Debbie, we can call it the Gross Bowl. <laughs> Not the Shit Bowl. Uh, the Shit Bowl. Cum Bowl. Cum Bowl. Eric, don't let them see. Uh, Eric, just listen to me. Be confident. You're going to do this. Positive thinking. All right. You're going to fill my mouth up, and you're going to love it. Eric. Maybe I hope you have a cock because otherwise you're in big trouble. I do have a, I have a dildo. If Eric needs a dildo, I could strap one on. I have all my toys with me ready to go. Okay. Can I say something? No, 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 no dildos. Just you... Yes. I can't believe what I just heard Debbie say. So you better keep it in mind. After all we're carrying on and all the coverage... If you can't come, you're useless to me, is what Debbie said. So you gotta exactly. come. Oh, yeah. I'm not really oh, into fucking. Come. So. Just... I mean, if Eric wants to no, fuck, we could fuck. No, but no, no, the main no, thing no. is to get him to, to explode in my mouth. Oh. And yeah. Oh, hmm. no, no, you could use a vibrator. You could use a vibrator on me, but no dildos. Okay. Well, yeah, that's what I planned on using the vibrator, definitely on your cock. Yes. The pressure is mounting. You know, this will be a crowning achievement of my storied career. I expect none less than a Peabody for my courage and professionalism. <laughs> what would be better if Eric actually comes like a racehorse or if he can't come at all? <laughs> I don't know. That's a really no, interesting like thing. Just, Debbie, will you I'm milk the prostate stop. like the cows are milked in Ho Chi Minh? <laughs> Eric, Eric is going to love it. He's never felt anything like this before, and just that alone is going to excite him. He's well, just going to close his eyes and just relax. Oh it's going to come. I can't wait this is to, big. for him to this prove you all big. wrong. This um, Maybe the NFL is going to want to make this the actual halftime show. I hope not. Uh, this is our exclusive, and I'm hoping that you two do not sell. I'm, I'm, I'm driving, Debbie, I'm driving to Florida the weekend of the Super Bowl so I can smoke my cigars in my truck uh, because I'm not floating on an airplane full of COVID. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I was just going to send you right now my video for you to start getting off now. Send it. It'll be the last time you okay. get off. So you said. So you send me your address for the weekend of the Super Bowl for February. I think it's February sixth. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. We're it's amazing how smart. Yeah, it's amazing how smart Eric gets when uh, it comes to getting a blowjob. All of a sudden, if I'm not mistaken, it'll be February sixth. Uh, See, I told you he's not. Yeah.
slow. <laughs> Not <laughs> slow when it comes to this. All right. Maybe Gary knows when the Super Bowl is. Gary, when is the Super Bowl? Maybe. February 13th. Oh, you were wrong. <laughs> oh, February 13th. So, Debbie, I will drive down February 10th. Okay. So that way you have to smoke all my cigars in my truck. Oh, and it'll take me like 24, 24 hours to drive down. That's going to okay, improve great. the taste. I'm, believe me, it's going to be it's going to be great. It'll be videotaped for proof for everyone. You'll be a new Eric. Starting All right, year right. Fair enough. Oh, Thank you, God. and we look forward to perhaps uh, making this a live event on the uh, channels to see if anything happens with Eric and uh, and and Debbie, and if Debbie really lives up to the name Debbie the Come Lady, where she can actually get something that's like getting water out of a stone. She, in fact, can uh, get something out of Eric, and uh, we'll find out. And, uh, Mr. and maybe Rather, you... Eric will d- really figure out what his sexuality is. Right. This would no. be, really, if Debbie will finally get the answer if Eric is straight or gay, and uh, we'll see what happens. And Mr. Uh, Mr. Rather, thank you. You're such a wonderful, wonderful journalist, and you have such a, as you say, storied career. Uh, to have your credibility involved in this would be amazing. Yes, and I am currently experiencing a strange combination of excitement, anticipation, and extreme nausea. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And thank you, Mr. Rather. Let me say goodbye to you. I'll close the door. And Debbie, in a high pitch, keep us posted, okay? Thank you. Definitely will. Okay. Yes, and by the, way, uh, the CEO, by the way, the CEO of this company, Jennifer Witt, she runs this whole operation of Sirius XM, Stitcher, Pandora, and several other companies. Uh, she wants to make an announcement about this. Yes, Miss Witz. Listen to me. Debbie's going to drain Eric's cock, and we're going to drain Spotify of their fucking subscriber. Yes. Yes. What happened yes. to her? <laughs> she jumped out a window, I think. She's so excited <laughs> about this. She only wants to beat Spotify. She wants to win, win. That woman only has one focus, winning, 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 and she's excited about it. Ruthless ruthless woman but uh what an inspiration what a leader it's, it's a shame you know i gotta say just to bring this full circle what a shame marfon mike isn't here to see this great yeah day. he's gonna miss this he's gonna miss it so uh rest in peace marfon mike um debbie the come later your high pitch anybody want to say word? right okay thank you for saying that this all right might you be eric's greatest moment you know we might be getting to it might be Never his biggest embarrassment. Happen, and you're talking about a life filled with embarrassment. So, uh. <laughs> All right, uh, Eric, I wish you luck in coming from Debbie. And Debbie, I know if anyone can do it, you can. Oh, I will. I will, definitely. Eric, I will talk to you in a little bit. Debbie, tell Eric what you're wearing right now as you sit in Florida waiting for him. Tell him about your outfit and what you're doing to yourself. Well, right now I have a red tank top on with my black dress shorts. My finger is up my pussy, and it's extremely wet, Eric, because I am so looking forward to having your cock in my mouth and running my tongue all over your nice hard cock and working my way down to your taint and shoving my vibrator up your ass, widening your ass up, and then putting my tongue all the way deep up your asshole. You are going to love it. Jacking you off harder, harder, and harder. 
It's going to be amazing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Eric, what, what do you want to say to that? I'll let you have the last word. <laughs> all right. I, think I, I, think I came all over my seat in my truck. You just sure came. Fuck. <laughs> sure you did. All right. All right. All right. Goodbye, Eric. It's enough. It's enough. All right. All right. All right. I got to get out of this. It's enough. Wow. But uh, Marfan Mike, rest in peace. I wanted yeah. to say that. Uh, yes, Rob in Illinois. What do you want to say? Hey, just wanted to call and let you know that I've had COVID twice, and I am going to back to my doctor today and going to find out if I'm going to have to have a double lung transplant or not. Oh, my. Were you vaccinated? Uh, The first time I got COVID was May of 2020, and the second time was November of 2020, so it was before the vaccinations. Wow. And you, you might need a double lung transplant. Yeah, they've had me on big doses of prednisone. They started me with uh, 40 milligrams of prednisone, and they've got me back down to 10. And when I was on the 40s and the 30s, my breathing was better. But now that I'm back down to 10s, my breathing's back to the way it was. Mm. And you've got oxygen around? No, they have yeah. checked my O2 levels. They've walked me around the hospitals, and my O2 level does not drop below 93. Hmm. Well, I'm going to say okay. something to you, Rob, and I don't think it needs saying. We wish you well. Stay alive. You need to hear Debbie eat Eric's asshole and to find out if cum will come hey, out. Hey, one so. thing about that, can, can you imagine if... Somebody just bought a new car, got serious, and flipped it on, and that was the first thing they heard. <laughs> yeah, I think about it all the time. You know, when I hear That's this great. fucking lunatic uh, right-wing asshole Glenn Beck talking about his COVID is in his lungs, but it's not a big deal, uh, what do you say to that? It's insane. It, because people, they just, and I, I've had, I've got good friends that I've known for 35 years, and they're not vaccinated. They have no intention of getting it, even knowing what I've, I'm going through. And I was, I had no, uh, you know, symptoms. I, uh, I'd never smoked. I had no underlying conditions. Uh, what they diagnosed me with was uh, bronchitis obliterus, which it is destroyed my bronchial tubes. Mm-hmm. So there's no cure for it. They're, the only thing they can do is give me medication to hopefully stop it from getting worse. But if it gets worse, then the only thing he said they could do is uh, double lung transplant. And I'm just turning 60 the 1st of May. So, mm. I mean, I'm not that old. Right. All right, Rob, you hang in there. I'm sorry to hear it. It's awful. All right, buddy. Well, thank you, thank you for sharing it with us. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad he shared that with us because... Yeah. There's so many fucking weirdos in our country who listen to the Glenn Becks of the world. Yeah, I'm not worried about it. They're treating me with the uh, horse dewormer, and uh, my docs are throwing everything at it, and uh, 
I'm, it's moved into my lungs, but I'm not worried about it. I mean, just shut up already. Shut up. You're, you're putting people in danger. You're, you're, a, you're, you're a, a, a stain on this country. You are. And I've met the man, and he was all sweetness and light. And, you know, Howard, I'm a fan. Yeah, he behaved you know, himself the, in here. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, enough, man. God, how do you have a conscience? The, 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 the vaccine is saving lives. That's it. Yeah, like I said, I'm sick and tired of trying to figure out, you know, what, just a simple thing. Should I go to the dentist? Should I not go to the dentist? I mean, Beth and I were debating all weekend, but we decided we're going to take a chance and go. You know, just a routine visit, just, uh, you know, get our teeth cleaned. But, uh, you know, you, you worry about it. You worry about it. It's weird. Well, it's not just the dentist's office. It's getting there and getting back. Yeah, I'm going in a spaceship with us. <laughs> I really, I really would. I spaceship. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just, am I making a mistake? I, I don't even know what's right anymore. I hope I'm not. But it's weird. You know who else I got a report died? Well, you know what? Let me take a break, and then I'll tell you who else died. There's a bunch of stuff going on. Hello, everybody. It's Tuesday, and uh, we're here. Well, let me tell you, hydro, hydro, hydro. Boy, my wife doesn't miss a day on that hydro. Okay, let's say hi to Rich, and then I'll tell you about someone else who died. Uh, Rich, go ahead. You're on the air. Hi, good morning, Howard. How are you? I'm good. So I called because I know you're you're very pro-vaccine, and I was wondering if you heard about the new herpes vaccine that's currently being worked on. I mean, I've heard about herpes vaccines for years. That's what uh, people who have herpes are praying for because, uh, you know, that's a painful situation. Uh, some people are visited by that menace uh, once a month or so. And uh, I haven't actually mm-hmm. heard about a vaccine, but I mean, a, a new vaccine or something. But uh, you tell me, is there such a thing happening? I mean, is it close to happening? What What, what do they say about it? Yeah, it's actually it's actually getting pretty close. So, quick story, I was one of the original guinea pigs from the original human trial back in 2016, and I got the immunotherapy version of the vaccine, but there's two vaccines. There's one as an immunotherapy for people who suffer from regular symptoms and a prophylactic. And the company that's currently working on it is called Rational Vaccines. So, what happened when you got the the uh, test, did, did you get rid of your herpes? Well, no, you, it's not a cure. Like <laughs> like most of us would wish it would be a cure. So I got herpes probably when I was about 19, and mm-hmm. I'm 53 now. So I was getting two to three outbreaks a month for over 28 years. Wow. And it was pretty bad. So mm-hmm. I got involved in, uh, I was in a, a Facebook support group. And a friend of mine who knew Dr. Halford, who's the guy who created the vaccine, she said, you know, hey, you know, let me, let me put you in touch with this guy because it sounds like he could help you. So, so what happened? I got involved. Uh, I took, So I got three shots uh, in April of 2016, April, May and June. And then I didn't get an immediate reaction like other people did because they're still in remission. 
but it took me a few months to actually reduce. And then I went almost two years with no symptoms. Wow. So it works. So, so, all right. Well, that's a good, that's a good thing. Yeah, man. It's pretty awesome. Um, Is it something uh, you would have to do again or is it, this is the only treatment? Well, I think the way that they're talking about it now for immunotherapy is that there are going to be some people that don't experience symptoms after the shot, and then there's going to be people like myself that may. So it was kind of like a flu shot every year for some people. Mm. Well, it's certainly worth it if you're not having symptoms. All right, Rich, thank you for that update. For those of you who are suffering. Yeah, you uh, forget they... about other diseases since COVID right. came around. Yeah, I am very pro-vaccine. I was suffering from something, and they uh, could give me a shot. I'd take it. Uh, most of this. How much you uh, want to bet that the herpes vaccine would not become politicized? (laughs) People would just right. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee you, every (laughs) single uh, one of these kooks who's anti-vaccine would take it if they suffer from that. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to mention the death of Ronnie Spector. I don't know if you heard, Robin, that Ronnie Spector died. Yes, Uh, we all know Ronnie's music. Be my baby. Coming at you, WNBC. The great Ronnie Spector and the Ronettes. What a sweet voice. What a voice. The dreaded cancer. Brief battle with cancer. Lisa was brief. She was 78. Best known as the lead singer of the Ronettes. She was on our show in the late 80s and 90s. Used to come on all the time. Lovely woman. As you know, she uh, had great stories. She was married to the legendary producer, Phil Spector, for six years. And she tried to warn the world that this guy was wacko. Didn't she say, um, I mean, she escaped is what she basically said. <laughs> she escaped. She get out of that marriage. Yeah, she, I'll tell you the story. First of all, he, Phil Spector was a genius when it came to producing music. And he produced all of the Ronettes' big hits. And uh, I know all this because Ronnie wrote a memoir, would come in and talk about it. Her memoir was full of horrible details about (laughs) Phil Spector. She wrote that he regularly pulled a gun on her. He kept a gold coffin in the basement with a glass top. He told Ronnie he would kill her and display her body there if she ever tried to leave him. Now, that's going too far. You might say something like that, but to actually get the coffin... Yeah, I mean, if you said, yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a coffin and put it in the basement. But no, he had a coffin in there. He even took her shoes so she couldn't run away. Like, yes. like you'd have to take away her feet, I would think. But, <laughs> he was a little um, confused there. She eventually escaped but had to do it barefoot, believe it or not. And uh, Ronnie went on to have a great solo career. She didn't have another hit single until 1986, and you probably remember what that was, uh, with Eddie Money. She did a duet. Take Me Home Tonight was a big hit for her. Spectre on our show eight times. First time in 1987, right after the big success of Take Me Home Tonight. 
And and the most startling thing about her appearance wasn't the stuff about Phil Spector. was that she admitted she was actually attracted to me. We had never heard anything like this before. And, we're, you know, I didn't know if it was a <laughs> joke or what. <laughs> uh, but I, I saved the clip. I listened to it before I go to bed you every night. You look a little like Phil. I, really? Oh, no. Oh, man. <laughs> That's great. I thought he was a fox. He is? Yeah, and you're Oh, uh, thank you. Oh, you yeah, yes. really? Oh, maybe yes. because I'm wearing these big glasses. Now I don't look like Phil. You look better than Phil. I do. Yes. Thank you. Mm. This guy is 6'6". Six, six. I have to tell everybody Five. out there that's listening, this yeah. guy is a fox. <laughs> really? If, my, if I wasn't married, mm, mm, mm. Re- Are you well, serious? You you. Are so there cute. you go. Reeve and Robin fell off her chair. She couldn't believe it. <laughs> uh, she, even, she even admitted on national radio that she thought about me in bed. What? And that's not... I know. I know. I... We can't, we blocked it out of our memory banks. We don't even believe it. I, I have this craze for you. you really? Know? It's like... Uh, have I you want... had sex dreams about him? <laughs> have you ever had a sex dream about me? <laughs> you know, I had a sex dream about Robin well, last when night? When I did your first radio show, yeah. I actually went home and, like, got into bed and, and thought I about made me? love with my husband. And I thought about you. Are Howard. you serious? Really? Yes. Ronnie Spector thought about this me? This tall, handsome man? Really? How could I not? So you went home after you met me and you were in bed. And yes. you started to get hot thinking about me? Hot, yes. Really? <laughs> I swear to you. Go- oh, you're gooey- making me so embarrassed. Gooey blushing. hot? I mean gooey hot. Really? <laughs> wow. It's gross. Wow. There you go. A lot of people didn't believe it. Uh, I was accused of uh, forcing her into a basement to get her to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Threatening her with a coffin. Uh, a lot of people love uh, you know and by the way phil specter was not the only famous person ronnie dated she told us she slept with david bowie what an honor that must have been amazing she even turned down one of the beatles uh, you turned down john lennon for your husband yes i did big mistake well, yeah, don't you I, I know that, that now. now. We know that. She Howard. went for Phil Spector instead yeah, of John instead Lennon. Of John Lennon. Well, I know, but Howard, Phil was great then too. And John I mean. Lennon wanted to marry and stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. Really? But he wanted to go to bed with me most of all. <laughs> <laughs> and how did he approach you? I mean, he was just like. Uh, oh, this is in '64. So this is like when the Beatles were first happening. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So you didn't know. You think, hey, Phil Spector's a lot bigger than you, yeah, you big slob. Right. <laughs> How little did you know? That's funny. That's great. No yeah. one said that to me before. Yes. Our friend Billy Joel was inspired by Ronnie's voice when he wrote "Say Goodbye to Hollywood." If you remember him telling us that story. Did you write yeah. "Say Goodbye to Hollywood" specifically with Ronnie Spector in mind? Yes, I did. Because, well, because and she you recorded it, it, right? Right. She did record it with the E Street Band. Yeah. Yours is better. No, she's, man, I love Ronnie's voice. She's got that, I don't know, that greasy 60s girl yeah. band kind of, say goodbye to Hollywood. That super slow vibrato. Did I you hang that. out with her at all? No, I I've met her a few times. A very sexual woman. There was never any fireworks between the two of you? No, no. Nothing. By the time I met her, we were both over the hill. Yeah, um, <laughs> Ronnie Spector, uh, this is what she did with the E Street Band. This is what Billy's yeah, talking about. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah, that's low bravado. I was listening for it. There it was. Mm. 
Yeah, well, rest in peace. Thank you so much, Ronnie Spector, for coming on our show, always being a friend to the show. Um, it's very, very difficult for me to say goodbye to a woman who was attracted to me. There's so few. Uh, <laughs> could could God preserve those women? Yeah. Why her? Why her? Why me? <laughs> Why this face? I don't know. I don't know what God had in mind. Let me alone. I'm suffering <laughs> horribly. Well, anyway, uh, I will say it was a happy ending. After leaving Phil Spector, Ronnie was married for almost 40 years to her manager, Jonathan Greenfield. Yeah. You remember that? That's a little Absolutely. bit of trivia for you. Let's go to Joe. Joe is uh, calling us all the way from Maryland. That's right. Yes, Joe. Howard. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Listen, man. I, I don't know. I think I'd pay a month's salary to watch that halftime show. <laughs> I think we gotta make this shit happen, dude. Oh, we're making it happen. We're going to uh we're going to He cover would like the... to be a spectator in that room. Let me say to all Rob subscribers, it. you don't you let me say to all subscribers you don't have to pay a month's salary to see if you're a subscriber <laughs> That's uh, that's all part it's of your coming subscription. coming to you, yeah. That's right. All the fun of Sirius XM will be there, plus the high pitch coming, possibly, we, we hope he comes, from Debbie the Come Lady. I don't know. If you had a bet on that, Robin, how would you bet? Do you think Eric will be capable of coming from Debbie the Come Lady? She talks a great game, <laughs> sticking fingers up the ass, blowing, taint, you name it. She says she'll do whatever she has to do to get the job done. Would you say that Eric is going to come? I believe this will be the hardest work she has ever done. Go ahead. And that Eric will disappoint. I mean, that's mm. his life. <laughs> he lived to disappoint. It would be out of character if he that's didn't right. disappoint. <laughs> I'm never one to bet against you. You seem to have a sixth sense about some of this stuff. So you sound like you know what you're talking he about over there. surprise me because she's going to try everything. She's going to pull out all the stops, as they say. But How will we know? know? How will we know if he really comes? I mean, Dan Rather's going to have to really look. Well, he said it looks like uh, the the stuff that comes out of the tasty cake. (laughs) (laughs) It should be visible. (laughs) How about a side bet? What color will it come be if it it actually comes out? Will it be like what color of Gatorade will it be? Like at the Super Bowl. (laughs) All right, Joe, uh, again. Thank you, buddy. Uh, you bet. You bet. We're going to make sure that happens and uh, certainly try our best to get in on the coverage. It will be a uh, Howard 100, Howard 101 exclusive. And you heard <laughs> Nobody what, else uh, is buying for this. <laughs> you heard what our CEO said. We got to have it. We're going we're gonna to go to the That's mat right. on this. Um, just so you know what's going on in the back office, Jason Kaplan says there will be no come. He agrees with you, Robin. Chris Wilding is betting no. that Eric won't even get hard. Forget about coming. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Benji, always the contrarian, says that uh, he believes Hypich Eric will come. He believes uh, that I Eric know. can Eric do it. Will, uh, Benji will say Eric will come through. Right. Well, let's see if he puts his money on it. That's when there you know. You go. That's when you know. Ah. 
You know, I was thinking over the weekend that uh, I, I was sad to see that Whoopi Goldberg, who is a friend of the show, she um, she has COVID. She was sidelined from The View. She couldn't appear on yeah, The View. I read that, too, that uh, she has now contracted COVID. But, well, she's back at work now. She's done okay with it. But there are, uh, of course, those continuing reports that the harder sort of uh, obstacle they have to overcome at The View is finding a conservative talk show person or someone who could be part of their little conclave that the view is basically they got to have someone with an opposing point of view they used to have megan mccain uh i think after megan's trials and tribulations on the view who the fuck would want this job i mean it's basically four or five other women yelling at you the entire time um it was just brutal and I think they're really having a problem getting someone who is qualified, who has some and sort of... And that's a good job, you know? That's not a bad job, is it? I mean, it's in terms it's, of pay and the hours you put in and all of that stuff? And let's face it, the the uh, fame that you get from that uh, leads to other things. Uh, Megan McCain yeah. wrote a book, this and that, but she couldn't take it. I mean, it was just uh, brutal I'm an ABC in there political in analyst, room. along with being a view co-host. My job is to analyze the politics of it. And I'm telling you, but the I'm politics not talking about the, you. I'm talking about I'm the people you my that job are, are here. senators let me that are in, let you talk, let me in the Senate. Here's what's happening now. We're going to we're going to girl, please stop talking. Please stop talking right now. I'm talking because I'm paid to talk. And it's my job, and that's what I'm doing, Joy. And if you have a problem with it, I don't have oh, to come okay. to work today. Just Joy, let me say just one let thing. Joy, wait, just one, let one Joy fact. Finish. Let Joy finish. Um, oh, I don't get to talk. Just wondering if I can say something. I'm talking okay. about somebody so else. Yeah. Joy, you Traders. missed me so much when I was on maternity leave. You missed me so much. You missed fighting with me. I did not. You missed fighting I did with not me. miss you. You don't have it to let China get away with it. But you cannot. I can't tell who's yelling same, at you right now. The same now thing first. that he did. Over it today. Sarah, I love George Washington. What's your, what's your Republicans over it today. It's a shitty gig. You hear me? I mean, my God, nobody wants to go on TV and get screamed at by three or four other women every day. I mean, it's a Yenta symphony over there. It's like Thunderdome. Uh, what kind of, I mean, you can you imagine? They Who can't would find invite someone? themselves to that party? Yeah. There's a woman on Fox News they invited on. I think she turned it down. She's on the Greg Gutfeld show. She's very attractive. You know, she she hits all the, the right things, but she said, no, I'm, I'm going to stay at Fox News. She's afraid to go over Where there with them, I guess. point can be made. <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't even know why The View needs a Republican. It's not a cable news show. Uh, no one wants the job. And no one it even knows what it means. It was always how it was set up. Remember, there was always the conservative one. But no one even knows what a conservative Republican is anymore. It used to be like um, a Mitt Romney or, you know, or even George Bush, somebody who was somewhat reasonable now. You don't know what, you know, it used to mean you wanted to lower taxes, you were against gay marriage and abortion, you know, you, you clicked off all mm. those little little things. But now it means like, it, it possibly means believing that John F. Kennedy Jr. and the My Pillow guy are going to ascend to the Supreme Court. It literally well, has gotten that, that wacky. Well, wouldn't that be great to hear them yelling at somebody who was saying those things? Because yeah. Megan McCain was always simply trying to keep it to the politics and not mm. the personalities. I hate to say it. The only one I think that would be willing to take that job and really be able to stand up to those women is Ted Nugent. I see <laughs> Ted Nugent. He didn't get thrown by anything. He's just, uh, 
Will he but wear they, a dress? That's the question. <laughs> you know what? I don't know, but um, the one of the hosts, Sonny uh, Hostin, told New York Magazine recently that right now we still do need a really conservative voice, and we need someone that's not um, duplicitive of anyone else on the panel. Don't ask me what duplicitive, duplicitive is. What is yeah, that? Du- duplic- duplicative. Duplicative. <laughs> Uh, so I would tell you what that means, but I don't even know I'm saying right. <laughs> but uh, look, I mean, it's it's really oof, it's a brutal kind of. Hold on a second, Robin. There's someone at my door, and ah, uh, look at it. It's Whoopi. Whoopi, how are Whoopi. you? Uh, Whoopi, how are you feeling from the COVID nineteen? <laughs> oh, Howard, you know I gotta tell you. COVID's terrible, but there's still nothing worse than those bitches on The View. <laughs> you know, I'd get typhoid if it means a day off from that friggin' show. <laughs> it's it, If I may say, Whoopi, I'm glad you're, you're stopping by, but it sounds like you still have the COVID. Yeah, you Ugh. sure you should be back at work? I mean, you know, I'm still dealing with some leftover stuff. I got, like, <laughs> headaches and congestion. And, oh, this is new. I shit myself when I sneeze now. Just a little bit of duty comes out. Here I go. I got. Go, go. <laughs> oh, God, I'm sorry about that. It sounds oh. horrible, Whoopi. It sounds horrible. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, you know, my voice is a little scratchy, too, but when isn't my voice a little scratchy, you know? Good point, good point. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough, Howard. Mm, Sounds horrible. I'm trying to avoid it in the worst way, you know? I mean... uh... Yeah, I hear you. You don't want this. You don't want this because I'm coughing, you know? I can't stop coughing. The thing is... After I hit my vape pen, sippy, I always cough, but this cough, the coughs are different. Listen, so this is the COVID cough, <laughs> right? Yeah. And this is the sippy cough. Here I go. With a little bit of sneeze. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm, I'm. Oh. I, God is disgusting. I'm, I'm going to the dentist. I, 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 off the air, I want to make sure you're not going to the same dentist as me. That's all. I just, <laughs> I I'll take this happening. I think you'll no. be all right. I'm glad you're right. okay. I'm glad you're alive. Um, <laughs> hey, can I quickly, can I quickly ask you what's going on with the viewer? Mm. You're really having a hard time finding a conservative woman. Oh, my God. You know we are, Howard. Megan McQueen. McCain quit, and then she wrote that book three weeks later about she hated it here. I mean, her seat was still warm from her last fart, which are worse who, than mine, who, by the way. Who, who are you thinking about for the seat? Do you have anyone? I don't know. I'm tired of yelling, Howard. You know, my voice is shot. Listen to me. I talk like this now from yelling at these bitches. Uh, whoever it is, you can't piss me off with crazy conspiracy bullshit. I don't know. You got any suggestions? Who, who, who? Well, what about uh, what about Laura Ingram, Fox News? She's conservative. Oh, Laura Ingram? That's a forehead bitch right there. What does that mean, forehead bitch? <laughs> Does that mean to take four hits to deal with our crazy Fox News nonsense? Four in a row. Here I go. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> now my COVID <laughs> feels better. That's better COVID. Yeah. That's good. What COVID. about? I got a name for you. What about Ann Coulter? Mm-hmm. Ann Coulter would be interesting. Ann Coulter, that's a, that's like a two vape bitch. I need two vapes at the same time to deal with our bullshit. Here I go. <laughs> I could listen to her smoke all day. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was two in one. <laughs> oh, that's better, Sippy. I love you. <laughs> you know, Whoopi, uh, you said it was a two-hit bitch, but it sounded like you only took one. It was just one long one went into two, one, two, one. What's right. two, one, Who's one? counting, no. right? <laughs> I, what, you know, I, I love you, but I worry that your lungs look like raisins at this point, you know, the way you're hitting <laughs> that thing. Uh, what about, I got a name for you. How about Sarah Palin? Oh. That would be interesting. <laughs> Palin. She's like a lady trumper. She ain't even hot no more. That's three hits and a shot of Jack Daniels. Here I go. I'm going to sneeze again. It's coming out of every hole. It's coming out of every hole, but it's all right. You're having a party over there. Well, hey, thank you. I hope you feel good. I'm I'm out of names. Mm, And uh, sounds like you got a tough job. I said What's you got What about oh, that Janine Pirro? I I oh, my right? God. <laughs> She's like 50. That's like 50 hits in a shot of heroin right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, when you take a hit, it sounds like you're giving birth, for God's sake. It doesn't even sound like... It's got so much pleasure. I'm going to do one more, okay, before I go. One more hit. Here I go. All right, you know what, Howard? I gotta go. Whenever I get stressed out, I just take a hit of my little old sippy. You know what? I got an idea. Why don't I just make Sippy the co-host? I'm gonna do her one more time. Here I go. One huge hit. Here I go. All right, take the biggest hit you've ever taken. Our audience loves to hear oh, people get high. You're go be ahead. The co-host. All right. Yeah. You hang in there. I gotta I go clean you. up. Yeah, I bet oh, that room smells so. like yeah. smells smells like weed and shit all combined. I mean, <laughs> Don't get the COVID, Howard. Be careful. I know. I, I hear you, honey. All right, you take care, baby. All right, there you go. I loved, her. loved her in um, Ghost. Loved her in Ghost. And uh, yeah, I heard that she had the COVID, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my goodness, because Whoopi had a a terrible time with pneumonia a couple of years ago. I was what I'm very worried about. about her. Glad to hear. Yeah. She's doing better. I never heard anyone take such a hit and then cough and fart at the same time. 
Uh, that's that. a new uh, thing. She didn't used to do that. <laughs> Jimmy, go ahead. That to her. <laughs> Jimmy in South Carolina, what up? What's doing? Howard, as excited as I am to see Debbie versus Eric in the Seaman Super Bowl, I'm a lot more excited about my Cincinnati Bengals. I was in Cincinnati till I was about nine years old, just like JD. I've lived in a bunch of other cities. But my Bengals fandom always stayed locked in. And we busted the 31-year-old curse of not winning a playoff game. And I would like to hear Mr. J.D. Harmeyer in only the way that he can. He needs to address the nation and tell us how he feels. Well, I'll tell you, I don't know much about football. I always preface any comment about sports with that. But uh, you'd have to have a lot of patience to be a Bengals fan. I mean, my God, one of the worst teams in football. So, J.D., I'm sure there were times over the years where you said, that's it, I'm done with these guys. Uh, but you I, did hang in there. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to. You know, when I first moved to Florida, uh, when I was like 12, I, I rooted for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a while. And uh, then I moved back to New York. And uh, my allegiances went back to Ohio and the Reds and uh, and the Bengals. And, yeah, it's been a, 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 a tough few years. But, uh, yeah, now they seem to be pretty good, and I'm very excited. It was a great game. And uh, Who'd they yeah. play? They played the Las Vegas Raiders, Ronnie's new favorite team. <laughs> Could you ever get used to saying the Las Vegas Raiders? I, 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 I think it's the weird. Oakland Raiders, the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Well, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been Los Angeles Raiders, uh, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I definitely, uh, cried a little bit, uh, you did. Saturday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I brought I mean, you yeah, on here I, to cry. Howard? Why are you not crying here? I don't understand. Yes, Jim. Well, I'm not. I'm not Richard Christie. I can't just. Uh, you know, I Turn can't pull up. I can't pull up tears or whatever. Uh, I actually talked. I actually talked to someone. Like I actually talked to someone right after the game, and you know, I can only. I'm not like a sobber. When I cry, it's just you know, just tears come out. But did you tape yourself crying? If not, you're fired. You know that. No, I didn't. There was no audio of it, but I, I did. There's mm. someone does have video of tears coming down my face. They do. Uh, All right. Well, good. I'm glad you taped it. It was smart. <laughs> um, yes, Jimmy. What did you if want I to say could, uh, to JD? Well, just a couple little fun facts. First of all, 30 years ago, the losing streak began in the playoffs with the then Oakland Raiders. So we avenged that loss. Uh, number two, and I find this extremely interesting. Before Saturday. No one in the history of the world had ever sent a text saying that the Bengals had won a game because the first text ever was sent in 1992, which was one year after the streak. And the last fun fact, and maybe this is just because Jay Deeney has such a premonition, you know, filled mind. Uh, I don't know if he noticed, but the uh, Buffalo Bills fans during their game through a deldo onto the football field. <laughs> yes. You know, it's always been weird to me when guys cry when their team wins. I mean, it's, and again, I don't get the concept because you didn't do anything. The team did. Right. You sat and watched the game. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I get it. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't no, get I, it, but I, I know men are very I, into this. I'm not a man. Well, I'm some other, I'm a they, I'm a them or something because. Well, uh, I, I think a lot of it has to do with our fathers. You know, I watched my dad, uh, you know, Rufer Bengals and I see. Uh, I don't need, you know, I, my I don't father, even know. I, I've seen my father never, my father never rooted 
uh, he rooted for teams, I guess, but he never did it with me. In other words, he didn't share any of he his joys. He never watched a football game with you? Never. Never football. I remember him watching baseball, but it was an uncomfortable experience to watch it with him. He just would berate me. You don't know anything about it. What's wrong with you? You know, he never would say, you know, I have a fantasy that I would have had a father would say, you know, son, I want to teach you about baseball. This guy was a great player. and I, But I had no interest and he had no interest in me. And it was just a complete disconnect. So when I hear about fathers and sons and the games they went to or they yeah, watched Richard on TV. Richard is also really tied into my yeah. dad and I. Well, Richard's dad yeah. is really liked Richard, you know, believe it or not. I don't see how. But I don't did. like Richard, but his dad yeah. loves him. I can't stand to be in a room with Richard for more than five minutes. <laughs> and nor have, I don't you know, know what? what guys, his dad sees in him. <laughs> guys work with me for years. I never, I mean, I'll go, hey, Richard, how you doing? I'll walk into his office and then I walk right out. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I, I can't sit there with him. But, J.D., uh, tell me the truth now. Uh, take your fandom and put it into some kind of reality. Do you really, aside from wanting it, do you believe the Bengals will be the champions of the NFL, or will it all fall apart? How do you view it? Uh, well, okay, so they faced the Titans this week. The Titans had a week off. They are possibly getting their best player back, uh, Derek Henry, just running back. Uh, the Bengals' defense lost uh, Okunjobi, this defensive tackle. Um, so the defense is a little uh, uh, injured. But, uh, you know, anything can happen. I didn't I didn't think the Bengals were going to beat the Chiefs uh, a couple weeks ago, and they did. And so uh, they beat the Titans last year. Uh, I think they could beat uh, the Chiefs again. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, I don't, God, the, the Buffalo Bills are so, fans are so insane. I don't know if the Bengals could handle them uh, at their stadium. So, hmm. uh, you feel I that factors could, in? You feel because Buff, Buffalo is really, as a caller said last week, Buffalo is tearing it up, aren't they? They're really the, uh, on fire as a team. They are. They're, you know, the fans are also. Uh, very loud. They're throwing dildos on the field uh, at people. Uh, you they, feel they, the dildos? <laughs> the dildos could affect the team. <laughs> it, could, it could if a dildo flies off a helmet or something. Yeah, I'd but, be upset uh, if a dildo hit me in my helmet. I would. <laughs> How but I do. Right. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> or have it stick there. You know, it's got that. Right. Thing. Get stuck in your grill. Got <laughs> <laughs> dildo stuck on top of your. Wouldn't it be great if a guy accidentally played with a dildo sticking out of his head? <laughs> <laughs> Howard, the, but, the dildo thing isn't even like a one-off. It's become some sort of weird tradition up there. It's not the first time it's happened. And it was really weird because the referee saw the dildo. And I think he, you know, now it's social media. Everybody knows everything's a meme. He started to think about picking it up, and then he just kicked it off the field. He didn't want to touch it. Aren't fans, are they the kind of dildos that have balls attached to them? Like yes. those rubber, yes, they are? Yes. Oh, that's an insult. Yes, I mean, it was like, just like a vibrator. So you're telling me that in a stadium setting where they search people, <laughs> they could prevent people from getting these dildos in there. They're allowing it, aren't they? Now, now are yeah, children the, throwing these dildos as well? What's going on? I hope on? not. No, I hope not. I hope people over 18 <laughs> are throwing dildos. But, I mean, they go through metal detectors. It's not good. They're not going to detect a plastic dildo. <laughs> so they can stick them in their pants and, you know. John Hine has discussed football with me. He's a big football fan, and he <laughs> says, no way the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. Uh, Who will uh, the matchup be, John? 
Hold on. He's no. let's, this, this guy, he's a little uh, hurt from this past weekend after the Chiefs basically uh, showed uh, how bad the Steelers are. So go ahead, look, John. Look Sorry. how cocky you are. <laughs> it's with you. Only with you. One win in 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> shitty Raiders who shouldn't have been in the playoffs. Oh, stop it. You think the Steelers should have been in now, there? No, no. The Steelers got their asses kicked. All right. Thank the Chiefs you. Are, okay. I think the Bengals, Howard, could potentially, potentially beat the Titans this week in Tennessee. Even though Tennessee is the one seed and they're going to get Derrick Henry back in, they'll be favored. But there is no way the Bengals can beat either the Chiefs or the Bills in Buffalo. There is no way. So, <laughs> we'll and, do, and do me I, a favor. I, called, I, I texted JD. I reached out to him. I congratulated him. And he you did? saw how he just treated me with the Steelers. Oh, <laughs> I don't think the Cincinnati Bengals can win the AFC. I just okay. don't. Is it weird, John, to congratulate JD? I mean, JD doesn't play football. JD, you know, I mean, why are you congratulating him? In other words, just because he's a fan? Yeah, because Howard, again, you don't get this. You're not a sports fan. Like right. the passion we have for our teams is tremendous. And JD said it. Look, the only time I ever saw my late father cry is when we were at. Madison Square Garden and the New York Rangers won the Stanley Cup. That is the only time I've ever seen him cry in his entire life. That's what it means to people when they're that into sports. And so JD seeing, you know, the Bengals beat a lousy Raider team in a wild card game that nobody really cared about. Oh, give me much. a break. I understand why he would shed a tear. I really do. And you know, I, you, you, your dad, your dad's dead, JD? No, no, his, his, his dad, John. Oh, his dad. Oh, okay. I thought you said no, his I've late seen, father. My, oh, my late da- father, my late father. So. Oh, your late my- father. Well, I'll tell you something. That is a little sad what you're saying, John, because I've never seen my father cry. My father's never cried in his entire life in front of me. And um, have you ever uh, seen your dad choke up or be no. proud or any other emotion? Nope. <laughs> Besides no, anger. I have not. No <laughs> anger I've seen. Uh I'm really, I'm, I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah. But, it, and I, it depresses the hell out of me. Like, I don't know emotionally. My, like, my father's mother was uh, killed in a hit and run. And I've asked my father, I said, Dad, when your mom was killed in a, in a, uh, in a, in a hit and run upstate New York, she was holding hands with her husband walking down a country road and she got hit by a car. I go, was it, it must have been horrible for you. And he goes, oh, I saw it. It was fun. And I go, um, did you cry? Sure, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't convinced that he cried. I go, are you right. sad? He goes, look, you got to go on with your life. That's it. In other words, uh, I don't think he was trying to be macho or anything. It's just he's so well protected emotionally that uh, he he felt very little. I don't, I don't, you know, I go, hey, do you... You miss talking to your sister? Sure, 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 I guess. You know, it's weird. I mean, I was listening to a song this weekend. I broke down in tears. I told my kids about it. I want them to know that I'm capable of crying. I was listening to um, the woman from Alabama Shakes, whose name eludes me right now. I should know her name. Brittany Howard. Singer. Brittany Howard, thank you. She does a version of you know the tune um when you walk through a storm hold oh, your yeah. head up 
she d- she put out a solo album. I guess she ditched the Alabama Shake. She I guess it dawned on her she doesn't need those motherfuckers. What does she need to split <laughs> the shake with them? She shook the shakes. <laughs> she shook the shakes. That's right. She shook them right off. And and uh, she put out a solo album. And man, uh, she sings that song, and it made me actually think of my father. My father used to sing that song. When you walk through a storm. Hold your head up high and Please, don't. We're going to play that same song. Yeah, here you go. Oh, Shut up. Sit down. <laughs> he wants to sing. Shut up. Right. <laughs> it's time. When you not <laughs> keep your head up high and don't let the sun. Shining through <laughs> at the end of each day, there's a golden sun. The skies will be shining through. Here comes the big finale. By the way, Debbie the cum lady is going to blow Eric to this, and by the way, on the big Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know what she's playing to. Yeah, it's her fault. My her sister. fault. She's doing pretty well, actually. <laughs> So I was listening to Brittany Howard singing this thing, and it really got me. I guess I was thinking about my dad, and I guess a lot of the... Listen to her. What an angel. Through a storm, hold your head up high, and don't be afraid of the dark. At the end of a storm, there's a golden sky, and the sweet silver song of love. Walk
bangles. This is worth crying over. What's the matter with you? Ah, uh, come on. But uh, I heard that, man. I, so I, I was sitting painting. Oh, there you go. I was sitting in uh, painting, and I this song came on, and I started to cry, and I immediately texted Beth. I said, you need to get up here. I'm up here crying. This music <laughs> is so sad. <laughs> yeah, you, you, no, I said, this is sad. I need you. And she goes, stop listening. Listen to show tunes. I go, that is a show tune. <laughs> that was her advice to me. Stop. I mean, I said to her, I need you. I'm crying. Just stop listening to, to that. <laughs> well, <laughs> she has over. a point. Why would you listen to, continually listen to something that depresses you? She oh, asked, no, this, yeah, That's exactly what she says. She's always like, why do you listen to depressing music if you're so depressed? I go, I know. I don't know what I'm doing, but... Uh, you like the feel. You like to know you feel things, too. Something. Yeah. yeah. This will make like you people feel better, right? <laughs> yeah, like she could put this on. <laughs> you won't cry. Everything, Everything about it is appealing. Is appealing. Everything, Everything about it is in me. When you are Anyway, so give me the prediction on sports. <laughs> Go ahead, John. Now, now, what about uh, Brady? You know, oh. I'm enamored with this guy because he always wins. and I mean, it's remarkable that he's that age and he's still playing and he's healthy. That's crazy. Well, well, is there's going to be do no, no New England-Tampa Bay uh, no. right. Super Bowl. Right that I know. Yeah. I saw Belichick's team blow it. They lost. So we won't see killed. Brady go. Okay, so now, so short of that, now that you've seen another week go by, what's going to happen? Give me the prediction. First, John Hine. Go ahead. I think in the NFC, you've got the Rams, who looked great last night, going to play Tom Brady in Tampa. And I think that the Rams could actually beat Tampa Bay in Tampa. It should be a really, really good game. And the other people always game. say that they think they're going to beat Tom Brady and then they don't. Who is the favorite? Yeah. Uh, I, haven't seen a, I haven't seen the line yet, but I'm guessing the Bucks will be a slight favorite in that game. Okay. All right. And the, in the, uh, in the AFC, you've got, as I said, JD's Bengals who were red hot. They look fantastic. Great quarterback, Joe Burrow. He's reverse jinxing. He's reverse jinxing now. This is a reverse jinx. What? <laughs> Go ahead. Jinx. Yeah, this is what he does. What what are you, seven years old? Reverse. This is what he does. Yeah, he's seven years old. This is what he does. Howard, I'm just trying to give you the information that's happening in the game. Okay, they've got a great offense. They're coming off a win. They're the hottest teams in football right now. (laughs) They're going to play the number one seeded Tennessee Titans at Tennessee. Will they win or lose? I think that the Bengals can win this game. Uh, I do think they actually will win this game and beat Tennessee in Tennessee. All right. Then they will play the winner of the game of the week, which is the Buffalo Bills going to visit the Kansas City Chiefs. Buffalo annihilated New England last weekend. Kansas City annihilated the Pittsburgh Steelers. These two teams have great offenses, great quarterbacks, great defenses. That's going to be a fantastic game, which I think Kansas City is going to win in a squeaker. And uh, mm. so that leaves uh, Kansas City hosting the Cincinnati Bengals the next week to see who goes to the Super Bowl. And who will win? Give me the bottom I line. The, I think the Chiefs will beat the Bengals and go back to the oh, Super Bowl for a third straight. Wow. Wow. So the and Chiefs will go back to the – you say the Chiefs will win against the Bengals. They will go to the Super I, Bowl. And what about the other matchup? 
Well, if Tampa does win that game, then they go to Green Bay if Green Bay beats the San Francisco 49ers, which I think they will. So then you'll have Tampa Bay, Tom Brady against Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay for the NFC Championship. If that comes to to fruition, I think Tampa Bay will win that game. And then you'll get Tampa Bay playing Kansas City in the Super Bowl. Again. And who and will, they win? will win this time? Go Chiefs! <laughs> as long as they don't have to face Brady. <laughs> By the way, uh, Mr. Freeze has joined our show. Oh, no, it's Richard Christie. <laughs> hey, I had to oh, shave boy. my own head. <laughs> I missed a few spots. <laughs> boy, I haven't seen you in a while. You've put on weight, huh? You're not running anymore. <laughs> no, I'm running. But oh, not very God. fast. <laughs> boy, you filled out, didn't you? A yeah, big boy. a little bit. What's going on with on? the head? I just yourself. shave every three months or so. I find time to shave my head and just quarterly shave. <laughs> yeah, this guy great. had a long mane hey. of hair when we first met him. <laughs> He's completely that was a long deterred. time ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you put on a lot of weight? Seriously, probably about ten or fifteen pounds. Yeah, sure. I see yeah. it all in your face. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you know, with two kids, I don't. <laughs> two kids and work. It's not much time to run. Hell, I yeah. used to run like seven to ten miles a day. I know. And now you look it's like, like a, you look like a yeah. cue ball now. <laughs> Lex Luthor. You look like Lex Luthor. Yeah. You know. I won't deny it. Sometimes in the movies, especially recently, they started making Lex Luthor good looking. Lex Luthor was a fucking mess. People, you know, he, right. he these guys who play Lex Luthor should look like Richard, not not the movie stars. <laughs> um, Richard, um, you you believe. That Kansas City, it'll be Kansas City again against Tampa Bay, but you think Kansas City will win. John, you think who will win that matchup? I I forgot what you said. I think the Kansas City Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. You do? Wow. I actually think it'll be Chiefs-Packers. I think uh, Aaron Rodgers will beat Tom Brady this time in the playoffs. Hmm. That's because Richard hates Tom Brady. He despises Tom Brady. Well, listen, Why would you despise I, this as, guy? I mean, as, it reminds as a, me of I'm like, tired I of see it. these people who are uh, <laughs> mad at Pete Davidson for dating uh, good-looking women. I mean, I, they're angry. They're actually angry with this guy. I am. I mean, yeah. listen, I I met, he did a tour of the series, of our studios, the series, years ago, and he was the sweetest, nicest guy in the world. But as a player, I'm tired of him. He's terrorized the Chiefs. For too long, it's like let. But you don't know, you find that he's had enough good Don't you life. find it inspiring that a 40, no. soon to be forty-five year old <laughs> <No>. man <laughs> no. can can be playing at that level? I mean, they, I don't think it's ever been done before, has it? Okay. Has anyone? Played it's inspiring, that? but it's enough. It's Howard, okay. Go, Rich, Richard go will not watch the Super Bowl if Tom Brady is playing in it, whether the are Chiefs are in kidding? it or not. He will not watch it because of his hatred. For Tom Brady, if the Chiefs aren't in the Super Bowl, Richard, you're not going to watch it. If no way. Ghoulies 3. Ghoulies go to college. <laughs> oh, my That's God. That's what we're watching. My wife and I already made plans. Oh you God. will not watch the Super Bowl if the Chiefs don't make it in or if Tom Brady's in it. What is the what Tom is the Brady's story? in it. If, All right. If, if, will if you, it, let's say the Chiefs don't get in, but it's not Tom Brady. It's two other teams. You'll watch. Yeah. If it's okay. like Packers, Bengals, of course. Yeah, I'll watch. That's a good but Super Bowl right there. It, it, yeah. won't, it won't be. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it. Stop it. <laughs> No, I just you know what? Listen, Tom Brady's the greatest. So if Tom Brady ends up, if Tom Brady ends up playing the uh, in the Super Bowl, I'm talking about. If Tom Brady ends up playing the Kansas City Chiefs, you're not going to watch. No, I'll watch that. If Chiefs are in, no matter what, I'm watching. Of course. Okay. Yeah, but 
you know, last last year's Super Bowl was brutal. It's like yes, it, it was. still affects me. I could cry right now thinking of how <laughs> excited I was for the freaking Chiefs, and then they just. I don't know and what happened. And then your boy wilted in front of Tom Brady. Oh, boy. I, well, uh, yeah, Robin, you're right. Happened. I hate to say it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm I tired of Patrick Mahomes uh, oh, and Tom on. Brady. <laughs> Fuck them both. Ben Roethlisberger's getting out of the league finally. So uh, it's well, time for Joe Burrow to take over. Uh, Roethlisberg, whatever, it's time for him to go. Yeah, he's done. He agrees with all of you. Trust me. <laughs> Richard's uh, Richard's wife is a fanatic too. She was uh, having a Twitter fit during the Eagles game. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. What's her? What, she loves the Eagles, right? Oh uh, well, yeah. Our first son Carson is named after former Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz. She yeah. she tweet. Yeah. She tweets, like, sometimes during the game, she'll just tweet, like, fuck, and fucking asshole. That's all she tweets. <laughs> so, so oh, Howard. I see her busy on her phone throughout the whole game, yeah. Howard, just to set this up for you, so it was Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. annihilating the Philadelphia Eagles this weekend. So I could only imagine what it was like in the Christie house during that game. <laughs> Wondering well, who was listen. angrier. It, the Eagles were lucky to be in the playoffs, so I don't know that my wife had a lot of expectations, but if anybody was going to knock off Tom Brady, I was really hoping it was going to be the Eagles. Do people in New England hate Tom Brady now? I mean, they used to worship and love him, but, but do, are they anti-Tom Brady now that he's moved away? No, not at all. They, he's he's God. I mean, look what he did for that franchise and for that team. They they were upset that he left, but they abs- he's... He could do no wrong in New England for his entire life. I mean, I'm not uh, necessarily a New England fan, but I find the guy just uh, to say that we were alive to see this guy play football and to win at this level over yeah, and over and over again. Yeah, it would be like not again. watching Michael Jordan when he was playing for the Bulls. You want right. to see the greatest play, right? Yeah, Richard, I don't understand your rationale that you're not going to watch the Super Bowl if this guy's in it. I mean, just to see the athleticism and the phenom that is Tom Brady. It doesn't make any sense. Listen, as a Chiefs fan, he terrorized the Chiefs in the playoffs for so many because years. he was great. And he was, yes, I agree with that. But, but I you love you love Vic, you love uh, horror. You, you Chucky terrorized families, and <laughs> I, I mean, uh, why don't you identify with Brady terrifying people? He's your monster, man. He should be yeah. my Michael Myers, then. Yeah, right. He's terrifying people. What's wrong yeah, with you? You should well, be a big fan of his. Let's go to Jerry. Uh, uh, Jerry, you're on the air in uh, Virginia. Go ahead. Oh, hey, guys, good morning. Uh, ben, I've loved you guys since DC 101, and I'm um, listening this morning. And, God, what would be better than at halftime tuning over to the Bung Bowl? I mean, <laughs> come on. And I swear you could have, you people would pay a fortune if there was a live crowd, but I'm driving thinking we can't do it with COVID, but, to, you know, to benefit North Shore somehow. But I'm just, I'm, I know nothing about sports. I'm one of those watch the Super Bowl for the commercial people, but. I would tune over to the bung bowl in a second. Well, listen, as I said on the air, and I say <laughs> what I mean, and I mean what I say. I'm, that's to quote Popeye. I <laughs> am going to do whatever I can in my power to uh, have Debbie the Come Lady and Eric uh, have some kind of coverage during the Super Bowl halftime, which will be very exciting. Uh, now, here's the problem. And I'm I'm being serious. 
do you really want it to be on during Super Bowl Sunday? Because let's, you know, Eric, the odds are it's going to take him a long time to come. We might be That's looking right. at it. He'll never a make it day. during the halftime. Are you, how would you handle that? Let's say they go back to the game because nobody gives a shit about watching halftime. So they'll tune, everyone will tune over to hear Eric and Debbie the come lady going at it. And if he comes within 10 minutes, well, there you go. You got your Super Bowl extravaganza. But if, uh, if we're right, the whole beauty of it is it's going to it's probably going to take 2 days before he comes. <laughs> and if you're in the middle of the Super Bowl, you're going to miss all the action. So, That's um, right. Maybe this should be the day before the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I'm going to have a programming meeting with all the yeah. top people in this uh, organization and the their great minds will get together. Find, <laughs> you can't find anybody in this organization without a title, but uh I will go find out all the what is going on. <laughs> when I have a, I say, the br- br- bring together all the executive producers uh, of the show and 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 75 people show up. All the people show up. <laughs> all the people show up. Everyone who works here shows up. So what I'm saying is I'm going to meet with the higher level people. We're going to make decisions. We're going to also find out what's the reality of Eric and uh, Debbie actually hooking up. And when, when we learn the information, we will, of course, pass it on to you. But we're going to put All right. uh, our best minds on this that we have. So don't get and, your hopes up. Is what right. Howard, Howard <laughs> I'm, I'm in the camp that thinks Eric won't even get hard, let alone come. I, I, we were, at, I don't remember what the bit was, but I've been in the room with Eric when he's been beating off. We did some bit in the studio one time and he had just used two fingers and he couldn't even get hard. There was some guy under him or something. He was supposed to come on a guy or something. And it well, was let's the remember. funniest thing, like pulling taffy. When you're, when you're sitting there betting on this big event, because I know people inevitably will bet about whether Eric can come, what color his come will be, all this kind of shit if he does come. That's right. But when you think about it, you got to go back. You know, first of all, here's a guy whose penis looks like a vagina. It's completely inverted. We know that. Uh, that's, that's a given. And uh, look, the idea that he even wants cameras there is crazy because we know he's been asked to be in porn. He never came in the porn. He never got hard. Never. In the porn. And, and he blamed the cameras. He was too shy in front of the cameras. Right. So Richard's bet that, that Eric will not even get hard with Debbie the cum lady is very, very smart prediction. Yeah. Because uh, I, we've seen this before. Now he's older and, 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 and way gayer. So I don't even know for cameras, you know, like he doesn't even remember that he gets camera shot. Right. I don't even think, I don't even think he'll go down to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) Your bet bet is that, that Eric won't even drive down to Florida (laughs) or fly down. I think we, I I think we could set odds like that. We could do props like we always do with the Super Bowl. Will Eric even get to Florida? Number one, number two, right? Right. Will he, will he get hard and will he come? And I think the odds are going to be overwhelmingly against all three of those. (laughs) That's a good name. Will he get hard? <laughs> I mean, I mean, when a guy hey, says to you, list, uh, Richard. Yep. When, think about Eric's rap earlier this morning. He had two requests. One was he wants cameras, which he knows it, it, it makes it harder for him to, to get hard. And he wants Chris Wilding to look at during the uh, during while he's in the room with her. So, I mean, you know, what, what are we talking about here, too? You know what I mean? <laughs> if Chris jerked him off, I'd say he'd come. But uh, that ain't happening. Uh-huh about that even yeah howard eric is so small sal and i did this video one time for halloween with him where he's playing a character called alfred inchcock 
and uh, <laughs> like Alfred Hitchcock. And we needed a silhouette of him with a tiny penis. He didn't even have enough penis to for there to be a tiny penis. We had to put a piece of chalk like where his penis was to make it look like he had a small penis. Sorry, Eric. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, how much penis could he have even if he was erect? Will it make it past his body? That porn he did, did he get hard at all? I mean, uh, was it? I don't did, think did you so. See, you I didn't see any penis, right? Because I've seen him naked many times, and uh, there's just like a vagina there. It's like a like a flat <laughs> surface. <laughs> he, was just, he was just standing there over the woman, you know, doing God knows what to him, just with that big dumb look on his face, like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> Thinking about food. <laughs> hey, Howard? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yes, Chris. If you remember, be right before COVID, we did an in-studio bit where I had to get on my knees and actually find Eric's penis. <laughs> right. And I'm telling you, if it was if it was more than an inch and a half, I'm probably lying. I think it was under two inches, um, and it doesn't even come out of his body. It looks like a button that's just in the middle of oh. his gunt and and his thighs. It's the it's like a little bird's nest with a little <laughs> egg in it. It's and, it's, and he's not it's he's not tiny. slightly embarrassed by it too. I mean, he's very proud of it and proud he's to show like, it. Yeah, he's like, what, what, do you, what, what do you think? What do you think, Chris? What, what, what do you think about it? Can you see my cock? Can you see my cock and balls? <laughs> you know. For a while, you I don't thought, even see ball, Howard. You don't even see balls because you can't see I know. balls. Uh, I was in the room with this you. Button. Oh. I mean, you know, for a while I thought he had an interesting hook. Like he's the only guy in porn who never gets hard and doesn't have a dick. <laughs> but nobody went for it. Nobody went for it. it was really tough to watch. He didn't become a big star with that. No, act. no, it didn't. It didn't work. It didn't work. But. um yeah, but uh, but Jerry, to tell you the truth, we will. If this is happening, we'll be there to cover it, and and we'll uh, of course provide it this service to our uh, subscribers. So uh, we'll be on the lookout, and we'll keep you posted. Only, okay. I, I thank you guys, and hope for the best, and love you guys a long time, and thank you for everything you guys do. Absolutely, yeah, one of the thank best you. is now that it won't even happen. So right, there you go. I'm with JD. I'm with JD. He's this. I don't think he's going to leave his apartment. <laughs> well, he does drive. I mean, he sounds motivated. Yeah, he drives to everywhere but Florida. Huh? Exactly. Get a blow job. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm a heterosexual male, and uh, I remember in high school, or you know, when I was starting out my my sex career, I, I if if someone said they would stick their finger up their ass and blow me, I would have driven to Alaska. I mean, Dude, you know, I and I'd be there Panama. tomorrow. I flew to Panama to fuck a guy. I mean, right. Right, there's a will, there's a way. Right. And during COVID, you're completely shut in. And then during COVID, you somehow figured I you'd do it. I wore a hazmat suit and I figured it out. Right, 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 right. All right, Jerry, we're on it. As a team, I'll be meeting with some of the top-level people, which means everyone. Um, Tom, in New York, you're on the air. Hey, what's up, Howard? How are you? Listen, I wanted to break Richard's balls a little bit for naming his kid after Carson Wentz, who turned out to be a real fucking loser. I don't know if he looked into <laughs> the guy's pedigree before he named, named his kid. I begged, I begged, stuck, stuck with that fucking name. I begged Richard. I said, "What are you doing naming your son after a football player? Because these guys, a lot of these guys, you know, they kind of fade out or they, they fizzle, fizzle out. Yeah. They fizzle." And uh, he, hey, Richard, he was like, "No." Carson Wentz is the greatest. 
All right, and you saw what happened. My wife is an eagle. Howard, Howard, it's so much better than that because Wentz gets hurt, right? Nick Foles comes in and beats Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. (laughs) Then Wentz goes to Indianapolis this year. He gets COVID because he's unvaccinated. The Colts are a sure thing for the playoffs, but they lose their last two games because Carson Wentz doesn't come through. Yeah, exactly, and, to and na- now to name your son after a guy like that. I mean, well, you, you know he's going to be on the psychiatrist couch going. My father named me after a loser. No, we'll just say he's named after Carson <laughs> Daly. <laughs> Carson <laughs> Daly, what happened, uh, Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson. What's that, what? buddy? Bill Buckner's, I said Bill Buckner's name wasn't available. <laughs> Doesn't quite have the ring to it that Carson Christie. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, Carson Kane Christie. Uh, yeah. We're all over the. We're all over the fucking place. We're all over the place. But yes, Richard named named this kid after a guy who won't even be a starting quarterback in the NFL next year. So there you go. <laughs> I still, it's still a nice name. Carson's a good name. Here's Richard Simmons to laugh at you and your decision. Yeah, but you, you got to make up another story, Richard. <laughs> Carson Daly, that's what I said, Rob. No, a good story. <laughs> I love Carson Daly, but... <laughs> well, say Dr. You have another, Carson delivered him. <laughs> if you have another kid, why don't you name him O.J.? <laughs> Damn! <laughs> There's so many names. Orenthal Christie. But Howard, um, I just want to—I just want to wish my, you know, my friend JD good luck the rest of the way with the Bengals. I think it's great that they finally got off the Schneid after 30 years and won a game, and now everyone's expecting them to do really well in Tennessee and move on in the AFC. <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. I, I just wish him nothing but success uh-huh. all the way. Yeah, well, yeah, I bet you do. I bet you do. And hey, who was well, the first one to reach out to you after the Bengals won when you were I actually had you know what? It was very nice. I had a lot of people reach out to me. Uh you were one of them, but it's very uh it was very nice. I was very appreciative to all the fans congratulating and JD. Again, I, Howard, listen. it's like crazy. JD's sitting on a couch. <laughs> well, come on. I, I'm sitting on my I'm sitting on my chair, uh tears in my eyes, not people having been congr- oh, congratulating. Oh, I sent JD a text with that exploding fireworks thing like he just won the game himself. All right. Well, yeah. we're all excited for you, J.D. and thank Richard you. and uh, even uh, John with his predictions. I Thank you for your predictions on Eric. It sounds like a lot of the heavy money is going to go on Eric. doesn't even make it to Florida. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. As far as him getting hard and coming, it sounds like a pipe dream. But all right. You never know. Fairy tales you know, Howard, come true. Th- I, yes. I know you want to wrap up, but one thing I do want to say with Eric He's very savvy when it comes to this stuff. He'll hear the odds are against him, and he could end up surprising some people and making it very interesting and making people a lot of money if they bet along with him. Because with the him? odds are definitely going to be against him. So I'll remind you again. I'll, I'll remind you again. This is a guy who was paid. He was with a sexy woman in a porn. Couldn't even get an erection. Now, that's the reality. I've seen that. And he was a much younger guy. He's now on 27 medications or something like that. Oh, Jesus. I mean, and most of them psychiatric. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's got to affect your noodle in some way. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, J.D., you know, you're mental. And uh, <laughs> there's a lot of, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're not. Are you on any? Med- you're on meds, right? You're not. Are you on? Uh, no, I'm only on a high blood pressure medication. I'm not on any, on any actual oh, okay. like 
I was, but I, I, you know, I'm not on those anymore. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, straightening yourself. Did they out affect like your noodle? Uh, yeah, of course. Go for sure. you. Go for you. Noodle. Um, but seriously, uh, if you're a betting man, and I know I'll get into it just for the fun of it, uh, my bet would be. All right, I'll go as far as that Eric will make it down to Florida, even if you even will if that sounds say great. that. Huh? I'll say that be just to be a contrarian. And uh, other than that, there will be no hard on. There will be no coming. Um, there might be a finger up the ass. You know, there's a lot to bet on here. Who knows? Right. But, and uh, then if, be... if if it actually happens, how long does it take? Right. Oh, well, it'll be just <laughs> excruciatingly long. <laughs> I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> yeah, they better book the room I for want a week. to. <laughs> Chris, Chris, could I look at you some more? <laughs> could you pull out your pants? Uh, all right. Mike from Maine, you're on the air. Go ahead, Mike. Hey now, Howard. Hey now. Good morning. What a show it's been, Howard. What a, what a disgusting show it's been this morning. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, really, though, like, just to, just trying to envision and imagine the kind of things that Debbie will do. I mean, she's got to be the grossest whack packer we've ever had, right? I don't know. What's your point, Mike? What can I do for you? Well, so, Howard, I'm thinking, like, why stop an Eric? If we're going to do something like this, why wouldn't there be, like, a whack pack bukkake? Like, see how many loads she's willing to take at one time and see who's got the most, you know, we could really get into some in-depth, disgusting stuff, but. I, I this is like, uh, you know. this is the problem with our audience. So we're talking about if we pull this off during Super Bowl halftime, Eric, high pitch Eric, we're going to be uh, listening in and uh, seeing Debbie the cum lady try to jerk him off or to blow him, make him come somehow by sticking her finger up his ass. This is amazing what you're hearing, and and this is the problem with our audience. As soon as I announce something like this, they go. You know what? Why don't we just do a, an entire bukkake of the entire whack pack on this woman? You know, why, essentially, why don't we just get a whole gang of people? To, listen, pulling this off would be a miracle. Yeah, everybody and, and thinks I think I'm, Debbie gets to set the terms of what she wants to do. Every, well, no, I get to set the terms somehow in our audience's mind. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, no, like people call me Debbie's up. now in a ring of bukkake. You know, Howard, I think it's okay that Eric's going to get blown during the Super Bowl, but why don't you get Debbie to blow an actual elephant during the uh, Super Bowl? We think we'd like that better. Um, guys, come on. let's One thing at a time, Mike. Let's see if Debbie is with Eric. Uh, pulling off Super Blow Sunday will be no easy task, trust me. Just getting that done. <laughs> this guy wants a whole a whole uh, gangbang of uh, guys. He wants guys. to blow it all on one occasion. He wants I don't to do want the it. ultimate, ultimate. You know, Howard, I, I think it's job. really great that Eric is going to get a blowjob and all during Super Bowl, and we're going to get to broadcast <laughs> it. But, you know, don't you think it'd be a better show if those two, like, fuck on the International <laughs> Space Station? Maybe you could fly them up there, and it would be pretty cool, don't you think? Uh, yeah, you know, this is what you sound like, Mike. Why don't we get a whack-pack bukkake on Deb, uh, Debbie the cum lady? I mean... I can't just make this stuff happen. It's got to happen organically. I, I'm just saying, when, when Ed called in, I got to thinking that Ed is probably a little bit more disgusting in a way than Eric because Eric is almost too... He's Eric's a dummy, but... Wait, but here's but what's Ed, on the table. Debbie wants to blow Eric. It's a great drama. 
We don't know if he's going to be able to come. We don't know if he's able to get to Florida. We don't know if he's going to get hard. Uh, you know, it, it, these other suggestions are meaningless to me. Who is Do you this understand? we're talking to? Mike? Is that Mike from Maine. You know him. Why don't you do a gangbang and have all the whack packers bukaki you i'm not the one saying i want to eat every bit of cum i can find i mean howard howard uh, hi um look i heard your show this morning and it sounds pretty good but i think debbie should blow eric on the front lawn of the white house wouldn't that be better and then it'd be funny if like secret service sees them biden there yeah 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 but what if biden comes in and hand jobs uh eric Hey, you know what would be a better show, Howard? I think it's a great show that you're going to have Eric get a hand job on uh, on the radio. But um, what about Debbie blowing Marfon Mike's corpse? Wouldn't that be better? <laughs> yeah, you'd probably get more cum out of it. Yeah, I think that'd be really good. And then maybe like Beetlejuice could be there, and she could give Beetlejuice a reach around. What do you think, Howard? Well, I think that'd be great. But you know, I think a lot of things would be great. Let's just have. Let's just have. Let's see if we can make Eric and Debbie get together. Yeah, yeah but, he's but not even if, thinking logistically of how difficult this is all to pull. I'm off. just thinking of what is she willing to do. She sounds like well, I mean, she sounds like she actually's in love with Eric. Like she thinks he's attractive, and she can't wait to gobble his comment. Howard, I have an idea. What if uh, Debbie would blow all the uh, living former presidents during Super Bowl? <laughs> what do you think of that idea? Well, I think that's a great idea. And then, and then. uh Maybe you should have Debbie blow Eric at the actual Super Bowl in Los Angeles on the 50-yard line while simulcasting that on the big screen above the field at uh, at the stadium. Well, well, yeah, I mean, that would be great. You're right, Mike. But all we're capable of, I think, at this point is seeing if we can get Eric down to uh, to Florida and get a blowjob. Yeah, but wouldn't it be better if Debbie blew Kim Jong-un and Pete Davidson at the same time? Because that'd be funny. Yeah, that would be funny. You're right. Okay, we'll do that next. Okay, Howard, thanks. And and if you can get Tan Mom to shit on a glass coffee table while Eric chisses into <laughs> Debbie's mouth, I think that'd be a funny visual. All right, thanks, Mike from Maine. You're a genius. <laughs> All right, Mike, go back and, and, and fantasize about something else. He's got suggestions. Here's another guy, S. Napkinette. He's like, you know, he's trying. Hey, horning hey. in, horning yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. I see something's possible. Let me get in on it. Howard, Howard, I I can beat Eric to to Florida. <laughs> of course you could. I can Anybody beat him could. there and and get my. All right, well, let me Ed, ask you Ed, this. Eric's been saying for two years he's getting down to Florida. That's the fun of it. <laughs> All right, You're, we, we know you could get there. Mine or his? All right, listen to me. The fun right, bit here is. Go ahead. The fun bit here is. Could Eric get hard? Could Eric uh, come? Could Eric get to Florida? You see what I mean? The, why do I have to With explain you, this? too much is assured. <laughs> yeah, we know you're going to come. Assuming I could. We know. I'm assuming you could. I, I think I, my money's on. I know you're medicated, too, but I, I think you could come. I wish everyone right, would calm down. Who, who do you think's got a nicer ass? You or Eric? Hmm. That yeah. ruins it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You've got worms in your ass. That's frightening. So, no, right. I mean, looking outside the worms. I don't know. I don't know how your ass looks. I got to get out of this conversation. <laughs> Let me tell you about some of the fan mail we received. 
Um, a lot of people. This is so funny that everybody's now fighting to get Eric's blowjob. <laughs> I know. I mean, the poor guy's finally getting a blowjob, and, and Ask Napkinhead wants to take it away from him. <laughs> I don't know, Howard. I mean, I think it's funny that Eric's going to get a blowjob and all, but what about after she blows Eric? Debbie could blow ass napkin Ed while she hosts the Oscars because they're looking for a host <laughs> for the Oscars. They were talking about Pete Davidson. I, I'm, I'm, obsessed, I'm obsessed with Pete Davidson, and I'll tell you why. Why? I've never seen people get so fucking angry over a guy getting laid. Like, I, I sit there and I go, you know what? Good for Pete. You know, AVD, listen, well, he just had a rough life. You know, people don't take that into account. Yeah, I'm not unhappy about it, but people get fucking angry. This guy evokes such anger. There was a, a, a thing going around that Pete Davidson was going to, is being considered to host the Oscars. Uh huh. And the other person they were considering is the guy who plays Spider Man. I, I mean, I don't Tom even know Holland? his name. Tom Holland? Is that his name? Yeah, Tom Holland, I guess. <laughs> that sounds right <laughs> and uh you know you, you, you sit there you go you know geez it's almost like who cares who hosts the oscars anymore i mean i don't I'd even know care who's gonna... more if pete davidson was hosting i think so too better than tom holland for sure yeah. uh but uh anyway yeah it's um tom holland or pete davidson and, uh, you know, I don't even know that this was a r realistic thing. Yeah. You know, sometimes these rumors get out there, but everyone just seems jealous. Listen to how aghast people are at the story of him maybe hosting the Oscars. These these news people just go berserk. They don't want to hear about it. Do you think this is a good fit? I don't see him hosting that. Who made that call? This is one of the benefits to me of dating a Kardashian. You get offers like hosting the Oscars. Now, he hasn't even hosted SNL yet. Right. So I don't know if he's ready to host the Oscars. Why don't we have him host the People's Choice first? Right. The Oscars is too, it's too prestigious to me. Yeah. But now people are saying the Academy is talking with Davidson, the SNL actor. On a personal note, I actually think this is a terrible choice. <laughs> did, did she just say the Oscars is too prestigious to me? Yes. <laughs> wow. What a what a obliteration of the English language. The Oscars is too prestigious to me. And someone's listening to her. But I mean it evo you know, this type of anger is usually saved for me hosting something. You know, <laughs> you're Pete happy Davidson. because Pete's getting what you normally get. Right. Go for it, Pete. <laughs> But people were, you know, angry with me because I was so gross. But uh, Pete Why Davidson, are they they're angry with Pete? Yeah, what, he, what did he do? Because he's dating this bevy of women that they feel he doesn't deserve. But they decided to date him. He's not making them date him. <laughs> he I know. can't help it if they're attracted. I don't even think he puts out any effort. Like, they, they, these girls just come on to him, and he's like, okay, yeah. I'll fuck you. Sure. Why not? But now the rumor is... Uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez, who, of course, star in uh, Only Murders in the Building. And they're talking, perhaps, they will host the Oscars. Is that right? Yay! Well, that's not a bad uh, idea, either. But Variety was reporting that Pete Davidson had some informal conversations with the uh, the team of the Oscar people, and uh, it's not going to happen. So, I, I don't know. But um, anyway, 
the other thing is, too, I saw that uh, Michael Rappaport, who calls into our show all the time, he's got COVID. He, he of course, COVID? called here. Yeah, he called here. He told me I got to live my life. Remember when he told me I got to go oh, out that's in the right. world and yeah, live my life? So he can live his life with COVID. Mm, so now he has COVID. I'm sorry to hear that. But evidently, I didn't know this. The guys told me. I don't watch the Wendy Williams show, but Wendy Williams hasn't been on the show in months. I tuned um, in at the beginning of the year, you know, because I like to see how everybody's starting their shows. And Wendy wasn't there. There were other people there. And I've tuned back and forth, and I I haven't seen her. Well, Mike Rappaport has been filling in for her from for time from time to time also really? sherry shepherd and, and all these people but yeah i've seen a few i saw sherry and a few other people did you have any clue that the wendy williams show was that important that they have to keep it going it's still called the wendy like they have to keep it going well i think that you know they have uh commitments with all these stations ah. across the country okay. that have to be fulfilled there's no other show i guess but well, what anyway. other show is there i just i, I how long can Wendy be gone and there still be a Wendy Williams show? That's what I'm asking. I think as long as this year. <laughs> and then they'll have to reconsider. But all of those commitments were already made. I don't know how they, you know, how long her contract is. But, you know, some accommodation will have to be made at a certain do you point, think, don't you think? Do you think 10 years from now there'll still be a Wendy Williams show except she won't no, be No, I don't think it can go on that long. <laughs> okay, there you go. Um, I celebrated my birthday. This is uh, just feedback from the fans. I wanted to share this with you since uh, so many people uh, took time to, uh, you know, write us. I celebrated my birthday on Wednesday. I received uh, a ton of thoughtful birthday wishes. The Goo Goo Dolls tweeted happy birthday to our longtime friend, the king of all media, the legend, Howard Stern. Very nice of them. Porn star Tabitha Stevens, who's been on this show more times than I can count. She probably has been on more than anybody else. (laughs) I I believe she's racked up more appearances. (laughs) I never met a girl more comfortable with nudity than Tabitha Steele. Oh, my goodness. And what a body. Wish the great Howard Stern a very happy birthday. May your day be filled with happiness and love, Howard. Um, Mark Aram, radio host at Atlanta's 95.5 WSB. Happy birthday to the goat, Howard Stern. I do look like oh, a goat, but no need to tell no, people no, that. No, no, no. Don't call names. <laughs> no, he, 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 he literally meant a goat. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think anything in my career will top him mentioning me on the show. Okay, Mark. A Marianne Garvey, entertainment writer for CNN and former Howard Stern Show intern, tweeted, Happy birthday, Howard. I've been listening faithfully since 92 and even had you on in the hospital when I gave birth. I love you so much. Wow. So- Sour Shoes himself, who is almost a recluse at this point, made me yes, a message. Sour Shoes came out of the woodwork? Out of the woodwork. He left me a horrible message. I have no idea what he's talking about in this message. Hello? Hello? It's Howard. How are you? I hate when Sour Shoes uses the it's baby eerie, voice. It's isn't it? It is. It drives me crazy. I love all his impressions, but this message just irritated the fuck out of me. Oh. There it is. I had to play it for you because we haven't heard from him in so long. 
Uh, Jeff the Drunk was not nice to me on my birthday. During Wednesday's show, Jeff called in to wish me a happy birthday. And when I did not pick up on him right away, he tweeted the following tweet. Uh Uh-oh. Jeff the Drunk checking in. He says the following, Robin, and you're not going to, this is not going to make you happy. I don't know what I did, but fuck Howard Stern. Apparently, he's pissed off at me. I know a lot of people ask when they will hear me on the Stern Show again, whenever they call me. Jeff also made a Twitter live video bashing me. According to him, he's done with the show. He feels like I've turned my back on him. Here it is. Here's the exclusive, Robin. Well, fuck him. I guess you don't want to take my call anymore. Hasta la vista. It's been real. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck Howard. He wants to be that way. Fucking dick. I guess they don't get his ass like Marianne and High Pitch and Bobo. Obviously, they don't appreciate me anymore. Fuck you, asshole. Can't have you on all the time. He never has me on. Fuck you. It's more like Howard quit me than I quit Howard. Probably. Yeah, probably Gary has a lot to do with it. Howard can't think for himself. No, fuck Wolfie. Fuck them all. Well, there you wow. go, Jeff, in a very better place. Uh, some goodbye, of the fans, Jeff. Goodbye, Jeff. Some of the fans think Jeff should stop blaming me and start having more interesting topics to talk about on the air. Here's a thought. This is uh, from the fans, not me. Here's a thought, Jeff. How about having some commentary and good material for the show instead of just trying to get airtime? You need to be. You need to become more interesting. Stop blaming everyone else as a caller. It's on you to create content. Uh, this one, 95% of the time when Howard picks up on Jeff's calls, two things happen. He has nothing to say or he whines and complains about Howard never picking up on his calls. Having to hear Howard explain to Jeff for the hundredth time why he doesn't pick up on his calls is why he doesn't pick up on his calls. No one wants to hear Jeff the Boar call in with another lame question or statement with no substance. Ask John Hine. I bet he say, Jeff has jumped the shark. Um, and for those uh, of you... the one thing that uh, Jeff the drunk doesn't get is that people write him and write him the, or say to him the things they know will upset him. Like, why doesn't Howard pick up your calls or when are you going to be on Howard again? They know that will upset him. And it's like Bingham. five people. But he thinks the world is calling for him to be on the show and they're goofing on him. Jeff did leave a message for um, Chris Wilding on December 19th. Um, I guess I know where I stand in the eyes of Howard. Now, Chris is the guy who calls him and stays in contact with him. Then he blocked Chris, and Chris is the only person that checks in with him. So it doesn't even make sense. Well, he's really angry. Good. I mean, maybe he'll relieve us of the pain. (laughs) King, King, what do you want to say on the show? Quickly, I'm running out of time. (laughs) Happy New Year. Happy New Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. I gotta. I want to tell you something about Kanye real quick, but I want to tell you, I know a great slipper that you that you would love, a pair of slippers that you would absolutely love. I bought two pairs of them. That's okay. how good they are. But anyway, I want to tell you about Kanye first of all. Kim Kardashian hates him. She despises him, and he keeps like. Trying to get in her life. It, when, when a woman tells you 
that I, I hope you're happy with another person, she hates you. <laughs> and he, he, he's making videos and I want my family back. You can have your family back, but not with her. Pete Davidson, yo, he's the man right now. All Pete right. Davidson is the man right now. So it, it, it doesn't. It, it's 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 amazing how people how men turn into pussies. Like I, it just is. I know he hurts, but at the same time, you can't look like a pussy, man. If my wife said, if my wife said, uh, 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 you can't come to the house and, and see your kid, I won't come there. All right. I'm not gonna All go right. there and, and try to and kiss her ass and shit like that. I'm not doing that. Don't you think you, you should be calling? Don't you think you should be calling Kanye and not me? He's the one who needs your mentoring. I uh, I think he needs I you can't desperately. Get a hold of that nigga. How am I going to get a hold of that nigga? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like you're making some sense. It's true. I mean, if he's pining how, away how, for his. If Beth, if Beth came to you and said, you know, uh, uh, like y'all was having some issues, which which happens, you know, what I'm saying y'all can still be in love, but y'all have some arguments. Y'all curse each other out or whatever like that. You still love each other. But when if Beth came to you and said, you know, I think you'd be happier with somebody else. That's well, hatred. You know, she hates you. Uh, that's right. And, you know, if you're if you're desperate, you try to hold on. But, uh, you know. No, no, no. You can't do that. There's a lot of people do who don't have it so easy finding love. So they hold on. But, uh Kanye West certainly can uh, find himself a woman. I don't think there's any problem well, there. Well, he's been pictured with other he women. Did. He did. Yes. I know. I don't know he why he's uh, carrying on. All right. You're very good advice. Thank you, King. Let me get back to the email I just wonder quick. if Kanye's doing this verbally, begging Kim to come back, because we should play that if he is. <laughs> he is. He is. He, I think he's on social media. Like Really? Yeah. Do, do I have a tape like that, uh, J.D.? Is there anything that you uh, know of? There is. It's not ready yet. Uh, I think we were going to prepare something for tomorrow, possibly. Okay, so we'll look forward oh, to that tomorrow. Okay. going to prepare that How for tomorrow. How you woo back a woman is what we'll call that segment. <laughs> JD's going to prepare that, Robin. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't either. <laughs> I was hoping you did. <laughs> I think Kanye already prepared it. All he has to do is download it. It's a Kanye cliffhanger that we... Have to wait till tomorrow. <laughs> Wonder what Kanye said. Maybe Debbie to come lady would blow Kanye after uh, after Eric and, and blow awesome. Kim Kardashian out of him. That's right. <laughs> so he wouldn't think about her anymore. <laughs> Kanye West has a new single, Easy. I'm reading this. It has a line about Pete Davidson now that he's dating Kim. Quote, God saved me from that crash just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. Oh, boy. Uh, Kanye was in a car crash in 2002 that fractured his jaw. So there you go. Uh, and if finally, he beats uh, Pete Davidson, Kim will come back to him. Is that what it is? Yes. That is the theory. <laughs> that is the theory. <laughs> on Wednesday's show, we reflected on the great musical performances we've had on uh, the, my past birthday shows, Robin, uh, particularly the 60th birthday bash. Uh, every time you play or watch Adam Levine's Purple Rain solo, I truly get chills. Not only does it never get old, but his ability to wail continues to surprise me. Howard, I loved hearing about you reflecting while watching Steven Tyler Slash and Dave Grohl perform. 
it's nice to hear that even after all these years, you don't take your success for granted. Uh, after watching the performances from Howard's birthday bash, I realized that it really has to be such an honor to perform at a Howard Stern birthday show. If I were a rock star, I'd be way more into performing at Howard's birthday show than any other venue or any other award show or any festival. It's iconic. That's right. Absolute right thinking there. Good thing you're not a rock star. Um, Jay Dini. Uh, We brought back the classic bit. Jay Dini. I have been critical of Jay Dini. I felt that he had delivered all the jokes written for him poorly. (laughs) (laughs) I had a bad reaction. I predict in 2022 that Mickey Dolenz will announce plans to go on tour as the monkey. I predict that Mike Pence will finally come out of the closet. He's not gay. He's just been hiding in there since those lunatics showed up to hang him at the Capitol. I predict Taylor Swift will suffer a traumatic... You you remember the bit. Uh, Howard... I'm defending J.D. on this one. He read those jokes just fine. Howard J.D. read these jokes, some of which were better than others, just fine. But fine doesn't always equal funny. J.D. is most amusing when he's trying not to be funny. Howard J.D. did a great job as J.D. Leave him alone. No matter what J.D. does, it's funny. So there you go. (laughs) And finally, my comments on Novak Djokovic... Uh, seemed to get a great response from many people. Kathy Griffin tweeted, I love Howard. This is cathartic. You know, this oh, guy. Re- we're glad we're right. hearing from Kathy. Absolutely. Howard, brilliant commentary. An ace straight down the middle. I agree with you. Djokovic is a huge asshole. As an exhausted healthcare worker, I thank you. I don't usually agree with Howard, but could not agree more with his words on Djokovic. As an Aussie, I am infuriated and insulted at his arrogant assumption that we don't matter. Like we're a third world country he can waltz into and destroy. Uh, Some of my listeners are idiots. Howard, I don't think it's fair for you to judge Djokovic on this story alone. He's given so much money to charity. And in 2020 alone, his foundation gave $1 million for ventilators and other medical equipment for Serbian hospitals during COVID-19. Well, I applaud all of that, but uh, I don't care. He's an arrogant fuckhead who doesn't follow the rules, and he's not uh, upfront with people. Well, to this, uh, the, you know, go on with the story. Novak woke up in Serbia this morning. That's right. Not playing tennis, Howard. The I think you're Australians wrong on this. Australians kicked him out. Yes. Yes, they did, and I'm and I'm proud of them for doing it. Nobody's above the law, Howard. I think you're wrong on this. Being vaccinated doesn't stop you from getting or passing on the virus. With links to myocardite, myocard, Robin. Myo myocarditis. I knew that. I just want to see if you knew your medical terms. Myocarditis, an unknown long-term side effects. Why should it be mandated? It should be mandated so we can get rid of this horrible virus so that we can uh, dampen it. And, and I know that if you... I'm not going over the same fucking stupid <laughs> shit. If you don't know why you should get vaccinated, then I can't help you. All right, that's enough. What can I tell you? We'll uh, be back tomorrow, and uh, we're going to have that Kanye tape, as well as <laughs> Tan Mom firing people. Um, we're going to have a game. Finish the lyrics with Wendy, the slow adult. 
Ooh. There's going to be lots of fun on the show Windy tomorrow. For Wait the first time this year. That's great. Yes, 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 Rob <laughs> and uh, Wendy for the first time this year. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye.